Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're welcome to it, I should say. It's the first break of the day. We are online for you at WRQK.com. We also have Rob Zombie tickets for you. We'll pass those out at 7.30. I'm joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. What's going on with you? I am, uh, I'm in a terrible mood. And yeah. I, I'll, just, I'll just get it out there early and often. I want to apologize to my neighbors um, last night who were made, uh, <laughs> who were made probably uh, to be disturbed for a long period of time last night as a screaming match ensued in my home last night. I have been... I don't want to say dating, but I've been I've been palling around with with a woman lately, and one of the reasons why we haven't really turned this into like a relationship type deal. She hates what I do. She hates this. She hates how much exposure my life has. Doesn't want her life to have that. Well, then obviously, then she's going to have to step aside. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's an impossible hurdle to overcome. And so I had I had made moves. That's not impossible. That I had made moves. To have her in my life where she should not have had to have dealt with any of this. But of course, and I say this all the time, there are people who have boundary issues. They pieced it together and they messaged her children, her high school children, and said, I know who your mother is dating. And that to me was a bridge too far. And so when this woman standing in my home last night screaming at me, saying to me, I told you this is why I didn't want to do this. And you told me, oh, it'll be all right. We just won't do this and you won't do that. And you'll protect me and you'll do this. And she's like, and now she's like, my kids are negatively affected over what it is you do. And this is what she was worried about all along. She was worried about how her kids would be treated over the views that I have. And I understand that. I worked with a guy once before who had kids and his kids would get disinvited from birthday parties all the time because of things he said on the radio and people couldn't separate the dude versus, you know, that. And so it's just like, I was made just to stay up way too late last night, having to say, I'm sorry. And you were right only 3000 times because I am sorry. And she was right. And, uh, and, and I hate having to do that. And it just really annoys me that it's like, you know, I didn't push this out there and I give away everything. And I went out of my way not to do this. I wasn't even hinting at it. I wasn't even talking about it. Somebody spotted us in a restaurant and then decided, I mean, do they piece it together and messaged her kids like her grown men sending messages to high school children. I just I I was like, okay, yeah, I I had told her I was like, look, I'm sorry. I can't control that, obviously. And she's like, I know that's what I tried to tell you. And I said, I know you're right. And so now like this thing that I did kind of like that I was kind of enjoying is now uh, is now gone, and 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 I get it. I, I and you're right on some level, dude, that it cannot be avoided forever. But if I bring it in the room, I expect full on for all that to happen. But if I don't, I don't expect Nancy Drew and the boys to get together and like ruin my life. I didn't expect that, but I guess I underestimated people. I, I really did. I underestimated the power of the internet. I underestimated the power that, that, you know, that people that listen to the show have and would like to have. And you know what I mean? I just forgot about that. And so like I was up till like three o'clock in the morning just being screaming. She didn't get over till late and she was like, you know, screaming and you know, it, then it ended up like, you know, it's, I mean, she walked out and she was like, Dan, I'm, th- this is it. She's like, my kids are involved. 
I'm done. And I totally get it. She's a mom. She's got to protect her kids before she protects me. Yeah, I mean, certainly that has to be your top priority as a parent is is making sure your children I'm, Dude, I'm beyond okay. pissed. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly. I'm beyond pissed. This is all kind of news to me. I, I'm getting yeah, this. Yeah, no, you didn't know any about this. this. You didn't know anything honestly, about any I did, of this. Honestly, I didn't even know you were kind of like dating around a woman. I didn't even right. know that there was like a circle being or a drain being circled there. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, whoever it was, I mean, honestly, like what is wrong with that person? Person to 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 put yourself into somebody else's life like that. And to I say understand. something to her, like if you run right. into her, I can totally right. get it. Of course, right? That's part. That's part for the gig. But when you message her kids, I mean, what's wrong with you? What, in what world do you think like reaching out to other people's children is okay under any circumstances? This is partially online. It is partially and, like people forget that. Like, because would you walk up to the high school and say something to them? Yeah, no, because you'd be looking at that like the town freak. And what, what what are you gaining out of saying like, hey, your mom's dating Sansbury? Right. What's your victory there? Right. What's your What's your end game there? What kids what you, didn't know, by the way. What are you doing that for? Like, what? Uh, I don't get that. I don't Kid, understand why you would, as a person, decide to make that. Her kids had no idea, and part of it is, is I tell women who have kids when I date them, it's six months. We Good. need we need to know we need to know that this is a thing before I'm one of these dudes that comes in and out of a kid's life. I think you need to I think you need to, six months is probably conservative. I think you need to be like in a serious I love you we're committed to each other relationship before kids ever get involved. That's pro- in a perfect world that's probably right. right. In I mean, a perfect world that's probably right. I, I don't know if that's realistic, but but in a perfect world I would totally sign off on that. Well, at least before your kids really get involved, before they right. start caring about you. If you meet before their, I'm at a ball game with them, right? If you meet their kids and and hey that's Passing, one thing, but right. you know. Before you really start, like, hey, having a relationship with the children, yeah, you should definitely be in a, in a, in a place where you think you're going to be together for the foreseeable future, at least. I, I totally agree, and that's the way I operate. And so, like, when we first met, and I told her that, she was like, oh, she goes, I'm going more extreme than that. She goes, your life and what it is you do will mm-hmm. negatively affect my kids. And she's like, I don't want that. And she was hesitant on the whole thing. And of course, dude, I got a little game. So I talked her into it. And sure enough, she said to me last night, she's like, you know, she's like, you were totally charming and you had all the answers and you were totally, you know, she's like, I did all this thing. And she goes, and now this is what's happening. And I, and so I, you know, after she, and I just let her, I didn't fight. Yeah. I didn't kick and scream. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is a mom. This is a mama bear protecting your cubs. And I totally get it. So I just sat on the couch and I just right. let her scream. I was like, she's not going to feel better until she gets it all the way out. And, you know, I was like, just, and so I just sat there quietly, sat on my hands. And it was hard, man, because she started, I mean, dude, at some point she started going a little bit below the belt. And again, I understand it. You mess with people's kids and they get angered. Yes. They get angered in a way that, that, that cannot be rationalized. I totally understand it. Now, yeah. she didn't go too far. Like we could, we could piece it back together. We're not going yeah, to. Don't. We're not going to, but nothing was said or done last night that would make it impossible to piece back together. But there was a couple of moments where it was like, oh, okay, honey, that's, wait, wait, wow, that's a little far, right? Like, I'm not that bad. Well, yeah. It wasn't even me that did it. Right, and, and there is a little bit of, like, she has to understand that, that there's circumstances beyond your control, but at the end of the day, if this was, you know, enough to make all of this happen, inevitably something like this comes up again. You know what I mean? Right. Like, maybe not the same circumstances. No, but, dude, it's but a small place. place. Right. right. And, inevitably, and the internet has made every place small. The world's just smaller than ever before. And, and you know what? This is what I get for trying to do something in the dark.
Um, right, right. This it, is what I get for trying to do something in the dark. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Local celebrities live a weird life where, I like, hate that term. Well, but I mean, local pe- people with notoriety, like media members and things like that, people on the news, uh, local politicians. I know what, you, what you're saying. I just, I, I, I feel weird referring to myself. You, you under live that in term. this weird place where it's like you're still a real person doing real person things. It's not like you're Jay Z and you're like you don't know what the cost of milk is. Like you're still living a. Real I'm not in life. the bubble. Right. 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 Yeah, you're still in the real world. I'm still rolling change for car payments. But then with that comes, but then with that comes, you know, uh, complications of like people noticing you, people seeing you, people wanting to be a part of your life, and and maybe overestimating, you know, where your personal line is. I mean, you can't, you know, I. It, it just sucks, man. It she does. Was, she was. It does. She was really interesting. Got a good job. She's really funny. Made me laugh. And honestly, if you can make me laugh like that, then I want to spend a lot of time with you. And she was really, really funny being a partner to somebody who lives a life like this it's a tough thing to do and i can't necessarily falter i've had plenty of relationships in my past where chicks were like dude i can't do it because what you do i just right. that's not i, can't I know it's my it fault it's because i tried to i tried to force it and i tried to tell her it would be okay and you know and i was like because honestly this is what my life has become is that this was what this will this is what this will do with you a little bit is that you'll meet chicks who either A, love the show too much and you don't want right. to date them, right. or you meet a really good girl that would be like, dude, you'd be so good for me, and I would be a good boyfriend for you, and she wants nothing to do with you because of the immature lifestyle that your life produces. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I want everybody to walk away with this conversation understand what I'm saying. I'm still the luckiest dude on the face of the planet. I would hate, and I would never give this job up to be with that woman. Are there women that I would do that for if, if, if given that ultimatum? Yes, I know one. I know one that could call me today and be like, drop the show, let's go be a couple, and I would leave, and I would walk away from this. That phone call's never coming. And so I, so I never really have to think about that. But I, and so I will always choose this because it gives me everything else I want, but there are some downsides to it. And I don't want to be guilty of coming in here, and I know I already am, of complaining about this really plush, easy job that I have that honestly awards me a bunch of things that makes me really, really lucky. I hate the fact that I have to bitch about it right now. I really do. And I'm not really bitching about it. I'm just kind of, I always tell you guys what's going on. I'm pretty open. I'm pretty, you know, honest about what's going on with me. And, I was going to carry it all day, and there were things going wrong with my computers in the studio, as always, and I was just opened up an email from my boss telling me, get the hell over it, I'm not fixing the studio, and compiled with this last night and the lack of sleep, I was like, oh, bro, I'm going to explode. <laughs> Dude, poor Fantone has, has no idea what's going Didn't on. Didn't even know what was going on. It was just very uncomfortable I was for just, 45 yeah, minutes. I was just, I was just, I was just a, a ball of mess, and I was like, well, I can't do this to this poor guy all day. Like, I can't just leave him and the audience in the dark about why... I'm a little bitter. So if I like snap a little later today, just remind me, like, bro, you're gonna get late again. You're gonna be fine. Whenever you want to lay down on the couch, we'll just we'll just pull out the therapy session. We'll have a little Stansberry on the couch. It'll be fine. Whenever you want to today, buddy. And so, uh, and well, I believe we just did. Well, well I'm just saying, if if, if 7:30 comes around and you got the feelings again, you just let them out, man. We're here for you. Major crime has hit Canton, Ohio. Major crime. We have the story. You'll have it next. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. I just, if you were listening before the break, I want everybody to know that I feel much better. I purged the system, got the anger out. We're good, moving forward. Got Rob Zombie tickets on hand. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up at those. That show's July 11th at the House of Blues. That's one of those moments where I, where I was like, do I want to say House of Blues or H-O-B? And I almost, House and I almost mixed them together, but being the professional broadcaster I am, I was able to muster through it there. 
Also, 730 Fantown, I'm so excited about this. About I'm what? so excited about this. You and I yeah. will end an age-old debate once and for all. We will end the debate. We, I believe we will be on the right side of history on this. Okay. It's a good place to be. And we will end the debate 730 is when we'll do that. I took a little Twitter poll yesterday, so I have the response of the audience. Nothing more scientific than a Twitter poll. That's right. Don't worry, age old right. debate. It's over. That's right. Well, you know, not really worth a phone screen there. We talk about it all the time. You and I feel like Canton is a is a safe place to live. You and I feel yeah. like, you know, sometimes the danger here, the crime here gets a little yeah. over-exaggerated, right? And, you know, not to negate that, of course, there's crime here. Murders everywhere. happen. Rapes happen. Right. Terrible things happen in the Hall of Fame city, but that's everywhere. And, uh, and uh, you know, you just have to kind of consider when you, when you look at other towns this size and in situations like we are, I think uh, the Hall of Fame city is not that bad of a place. Got to tip my hat to the Ohio State Highway Patrol. Yeah. Who uh, ha- have nabbed a couple of criminals they have. Apparently, they pulled a car over the other day and they pulled over Maisha Lanique Houston okay. and Alicia Mona Joyce Miles. Okay. And they were doing 46 and 35. And apparently, they had some window tint on the car. Now, you're allowed to have window tint on the car, but right. it's but it's a certain amount before it becomes like a violation. Which I never understand why people do it. Like when you go get your windows tinted, they tell you, "Hey, this is over the legal limit." I I'm did sure when I was 16, I did it, but th- that's me being a young dumb kid. As yeah. an adult, I don't want to invite those kind of problems. No, it, it looks more suspicious. I know the idea is well that right. way people won't be able to see in, but it looks more suspicious to a cop. Right. You know what I mean? Keep now, it legal, people. If you live in like Vegas or Arizona or places where it's really hot, they don't have have that law because they realize that honestly some people are just trying to keep their cars not right. from being 200 degrees inside right. but this is Ohio we don't have that problem I don't know should we able should we be able to should should uh, I tip, be able to legally tip my windows as dark as I want I don't know it is a danger it okay. can be right. a danger to law enforcement so I I understand it I, I would prefer I think it looks cool okay and so I wish I could do it okay right that is where I am but I but I recognize the danger that it does okay. cause officers okay. So they pull her over and they smell marijuana in the car. Okay. Now, for those of you that don't know, if they smell anything like that, that's now what is called probable cause. Mm-hmm. Get out of the car. We're searching it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They found, I think it was 45 cloned credit cards inside this car. So this is credit card theft. It's not just smoking dope. I thought no. we were going to be like, all right, well, they smoked pot and go to jail. But Jesus, 45 cloned credit cards? Absolutely. Jeez. And apparently the two fashionistas were up at the TJ Maxx <laughs> in Cleveland, and they purchased $3,000 worth of merchandise on these cloned credit cards. Wow. They traced the cards back to Synchrony Bank out of Utah, and Houston has since been released on bond of about $25,000. She's charged with tampering with evidence and proper handling of a firearm and a motor vehicle. Yeah, I forgot that part. She had a loaded gun in the car. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Receiving stolen property, uh, misusing credit cards, and carrying a concealed weapon. Uh, Miles' bond is set for $5,000. She's charged with misusing credit cards and receiving the stolen property there. This stolen credit card thing is happening more and more and more now. And as a matter of, of fact, I was watching an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast last night with Bill Burr, because I just love Billy. And they were talking about how they've both been scammed at the gas station by like people putting one of those card readers over 
the the gas station's card reader, and yet it still lets you use the gas pump perfectly fine, but it's also stealing your number at the same time. And Bill Burr said that he had kind of gone through this once, and he had been told that you should never use your debit card because that's your money. And that if you use your credit card at things like that and somebody steals it, that's the bank's money. And then they call you and say, hey, did you do this? You say no. But if somebody gets a hold of your debit card information, that that's years in the making before. And you're, that's your money. And nobody has sympathy for you. If you can't make rent after somebody steals right. that, you're out on the street. Right. And I thought about that because currently, because <coughs> I've been trying to like, I'm sorry, I'm still a little on the weather. I, um, I've been trying to like turn my credit around. And CSE's been doing a great job of that with me. But I I currently, one of the things I did is I got rid of my credit cards. And I went to a debit card. And I have the debit card. And so that's what I use. And I saw that last night. I was like, oh, my God, I was terrified. So when I woke up this morning and I read this story, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah, that's right. Even criminals in my neighborhood are smart enough for this. Oh, for sure. There's no question about it. I mean, it often boggles my mind of like, well, how did a criminal even know how to do this? A credit card, a cloner that's attached to the gas station pump? But they have the incentive to do it. And, and, and you know, you always make the point of like, well, maybe if you put this hard work and ingenuity into like, you know, actual labor, you could you could make something of yourself, criminal. But of course, these people are going to do it because they want to go on $3,000 shopping spree. Who doesn't? TJ Maxx. I totally and, do. I, I mean, like, good Lord, how much TJ Maxx did you buy? Like, did you buy all of TJ Maxx? I mean, like the entire thing? I mean, $3,000? I haven't been in a TJ Maxx since right before I went to Oregon over right. the summer. And that's why I bought some summer clothes. And sure enough, yeah, I was buying shorts for like 25 bucks a pair. Right, dude. You must have like, you went hard at TJ Maxx. There's no question about that. Um, another thing at gas stations, I, 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 I always like touch it. Like, I always like grab it like the... Dude, don't say touch it. The thing you put your credit card in, the uh, the, the, the reader. Yeah, that way I like touch it and I like make sure there's nothing over top of it. Like there's not anything over it. I know ATMs are big because it has like that green knob that yeah. goes over, and like criminals have another one that slips over top of those. So I, that's that's always my thing is I always kind of like, all right, well, is can I move this? Can I shake this? Or is this a part of the machine? And and so far, I think I've been okay. I um. I you know I'm hearing from Twitter I use cash when I can I do too right. I, but I, but most people don't have access to cash like that I'm a bartender part time so I always have a little bit as a matter of fact I got cash in my pocket right now and that's one of the reasons why I still like to do that is because I like having cash on hand and uh, but it's but I, I'm not sure that's practical for all people I, I would say that if you don't have a credit my advice would be this and not knowing anything about anything really but my advice would be this that if you're if you're like me and it's a debit card solely system I would go into the bank to get your cash because you can totally do that right you know what I mean but 45 clone credit cards stolen um, uh, they were obviously smoking weed in the car and had a load which by the way if you have a loaded firearm in right. the car why are you smoking weed in there now I may be prosecuting them over something they didn't do. Maybe they smoked weed at somebody's house and it just had okay. like the stench of them, okay. stench on them. And when they pulled over, you could just still smell it on their clothes. You're, uh, maybe you're, you're driving with a gun. You're driving with 45 clone credit cards. You're driving. You don't care about smoking weed in the car. You're right? smoking. Well, you don't care about smoking weed, and you're driving with tinted windows that are illegal. Like you're, 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 you're just cops. Look at me, cops. Look at me, cops. Look at me. I remember when, terrible criminals. I remember when I because I, I was like, was I 18? I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was like 18, and I, I like bought a car. With my money, and yeah, I tinted the windows, and it had a stereo system in it, neons, and all that nice. other stuff that was popular in the 90s. Sweet. Oh, yeah, dude. 
Red neons underneath. Sounds awesome. Three twelves in the trunk. Stands in the Taco Bell parking lot, just hanging out. Ton of money. <laughs> Freshly out of high school, girlfriend still a senior. That total dude, right? And, and like, I remember when I got the windows tinted, and my dad walked outside and saw the car. He's like, "Congratulations, idiot! You just told every cop in the neighborhood that you look like a drug dealer. You're gonna get pulled over everywhere you go now, moron." And I was just young. I was like, "You don't get me, Dad. You don't get me." So, yeah, you're right. It's like as an adult, because I'm looking at this woman's photo. She's an adult. Well, yeah, no, that actually doesn't give us their age. But you can tell, like, this woman's an adult for sure. Oh, at least by age. Mentality, not so much. So if you've had some uh, weird credit card activity on your card, it may have been these two women. And uh, if you have, I I think it's TJ. Yeah, Yeah. TJ Maxx. I didn't charge $3,000 at TJ Maxx. How did this happen? That's absolutely crazy. Rob Zombie tickets up for grabs at 7.30 and more Stansberry Show right around the corner. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9, 7.30. We'll get you hooked up with a pair of Rob Zombie tickets. That shows July 11th at the House of Blues. And 8 o'clock. <clears throat> Turns out the truth is out there, and we're not alone. We'll get you filled in on that at 8. I'm reading a story here, though, Phantom, from uh, Yahoo Sports right. about a Twins reliever. And I don't know why this is news, because I think that this is actually pretty commonplace for some athletes. You know what? Give me one second there. If you're carrying around some credit card debt, let's change that. Let's switch you over to a CSC Visa card. Much lower APR. You'll pay it off faster. Credit gets turned around. You start having more money. That deal's available for you. That balance transfer deal is available to you until April the 30th. Details can be found at their website, which is CSCFCU.com. Or you can swing by one of the four convenient locations, CSC being 100% local. And they'll be happy to walk you all the way through it. Just hit up CSCFCU.com for more info. Okay, I apologize. So this Twins reliever, as baseball season's getting ready to you know yeah. gear up here. And I'm struggling as to why this is news, just because I, I believe this is probably commonplace for a lot of athletes. But he's a reliever, and he says before he goes out to the mound, he doesn't do it in the public eye, but he goes to the bathroom and he throws up before he pitches. And we've heard about this with athletes before, and like, and I understand they need clicks, they need stories. I, I totally understand it, but this is—I mean, Bill Russell threw up before games. I mean, like, so the, does this dude do it every game? Yeah. I, now I, Russell's thing was before like playoff games and stuff. Right. Like that. That's what I was going to say. Is big moments I understand, but you would think as a professional athlete, just going out there on a given Tuesday and 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 going and pitching three three innings, you would be able to do that without puking. At some think. point, like. It has been, God, since I, I like I haven't been nervous to go on and do a radio show since two thousand and six. Like it's been a long time since I've been like nervous to do it. Right. I mean, I think it. You know, at the beginning of anything, there's always a little bit of like oh, performing in front of people right. is difficult. We'll it see, is. We'll it's see hard. how this goes. Like I remember the day we first started this. I was nervous, but I was confident in my abilities. There's a difference between that. And I like, wasn't right. I was nervous like, for different uh, reasons. Right. I didn't know you. We didn't know the radio station. And, you know, nothing had worked that first day in the studio. Now, we didn't realize that that was going to be a problem right. three years in. Here we sit. But, and, here, and here we sit. But, uh, but yeah, so, but, it, it like, I don't think, when's the last time I threw up over nerves like that? 
Have you ever thrown up over nerves? I don't think I have. I um, I, I I'm a puker too. Like I, I mean, I like when I drink. If I, I'll dude, I'll puke. If I, if I, uh, you actually like it? I think it's funny. I think vomiting is funny. Like there's just something about it that just makes me laugh. Like even when I'm the person sitting there on the toilet, like, ah, I just think it's funny. My buddy Miles is in a group of people that like film themselves and oh. like take photos of themselves throwing <laughs> up on one another, and they post the Ow. pictures online. Jesus, dude, Miles is crazy. <laughs> He's just strange. I love him. One of the most talented dudes you'll ever meet in your life, but he's really weird. Um, but I'm not a nerves puker. I can't I don't I don't think I've ever been like, oh, I'm gonna vomit because I'm so nervous about something. That's- you know when the last time I can remember throwing up over nerves? What was that? Oh my god, this makes me sound like such a sissy. Okay. What what were you doing? This is how long ago it was. We were at Chi Chi's. Jeez. Long time ago. Chi Chi's, a celebration of food right there. I like it. And uh I was out to dinner with my this is so weird with my girlfriend and her dad. Okay. Okay. That is kind of weird. <laughs> all right. But you know, I, you know, I mean, I go out to eat with my girlfriend say, and her you, dad all the time. Right. So that's not the weird part. So you guys are sitting there at Chi Chi's having some of that delicious fried ice cream. Why doesn't Chi Chi's make a comeback? We can get over the Salmonella in 2017, right? We're over that, right? I mean, Jack in the Box is thriving right, out west. Right, thriving. Right. I so. mean, Mary and Barry got reelected. We can get over some salmonella. Do bring Chi-Chi's back? God. Well, I like it. Uh, and we were sitting at the dinner table, and her dad like went to the bar to get something to drink or whatever. And I confronted her about some suspicions that I had about her stepping outside of the bounds of our relationship. You with, said with, something to her dad about no, this? No, 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 oh, no, to okay, her. Okay. Her dad was at the bar. Okay. Went to the bar to get like a refill or whatever. And uh, I and I said to her, I was like, I know you slept with Jeff. I know you did. Slut. I know you did. And she denied, denied, denied. And then finally mm. she's like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. You're right. And honestly, I was so in love with this girl. I was young too. I was like 17 when this was going on. 17, 18, something like that. I was young and I loved her. And she was wildly loose. Like, she slept with all my friends. And, uh, God, man, I've been mistreated my entire life. And um, so, like, and but I was, like, so upset about it, I ran to the bathroom and I threw up over the fact that I that my suspicions about somebody cheating on me were, in fact, true. Did the waiter come over with the big sombrero singing a happy birthday song to you? Sansbury just sitting there heartbroken, just heartbroken tears rolling down crying. his face. Her, his, his ex-girlfriend's dad up at the bar drinking margaritas. And sure enough, yeah, <laughs> I came out of the bathroom and like my face is wet and pink. And I was just like, I had had the, like, the dry heaves into the throwing up thing. And I was beside myself. However, <laughs> was able to finish the fried ice cream. <laughs> but yeah, no, I totally threw up in a Chi-Chi's bathroom Jeez. because my girlfriend had cheated on me and I was bummed out about it. Are you sure it wasn't the scallions? Are you sure it wasn't like the Chi-Chi's poor food handling? I, dude, standards? I've been blaming that slut about this forever. I had no idea I had a lawsuit against Chi-Chi's on my hands. I, I guess I should have I guess I should have cashed in and got rich on the burrito lawsuit. I don't know what the hell I was thinking about, but yeah, that, that was totally... That uh, that 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 was that's probably the last time I threw up over nerves. I, and, and like I said, I understand before the Super Bowl or before your first pro game or anything like that. Yeah, okay. but, you're, but you're a major leaguer now. Like yeah. at some point, you should get used to the feeling of right. it. Right, you, you got to deal with that. Steaman Willie Beeman, <laughs> Donnie Hammond tweets it. It says that's true. Yeah, Willie Beeman was famous for the throwing up on the field. There turns out nobody's allowed to go to the bathroom anymore. Nobody anywhere. You're not allowed to use the bathrooms. I'll explain next. Hang on. One oh six nine. 
Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with some Rob Zombie tickets. That show's July 11th at the House of Blues. That's going to be a damn good show, man. Hell yeah, it is. Rob Zombie always puts on a good one. Small, intimate venue for that, too. Yeah. It's good. So 7.30, we'll get you hooked up with that. Oh, and 9.30 this morning, Fantone. I know you kind of hate when uh, when the world gets obsessed about the... Uh, the nostalgia and bringing things back. Right, something's coming back on the market, and nine thirty will get you. We'll get you involved in that. Is it Chi-Chi's? It's I would not, not be upset about that if, if we went nostalgia on Chi-Chi's. That would be good, right? I would like that. Maybe I could throw up in the bathroom again. <laughs> and by the way, people are requesting more uh, Stansberry Tales of Heartbreak. So at any oh, point dude. today, <laughs> oh, you want another one? Of course we do. One other one? Yes. Same. Same chick. God, why? Why didn't you leave her? I couldn't. <laughs> Same chick stood me up on Valentine's Day to sleep with my best friend. Jeez. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's that story ends a little sadder, actually. Is he's not <laughs> how? No, seriously, because and and I don't want to make jokes about this, but he's no longer with us. Okay. He has since lost his life in a in an accident. And uh, that's why I don't really talk about that a whole lot because I don't want anybody drawing the correlation that I enjoy the fact that that happened because I oh, don't at all. Uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, the same chick stood me up on Valentine's Day once so she could bang my best friends. All right. I'm sure she cheated yeah. on you with a bunch of dudes that are alive too, so we can crap on them instead. <sighs> that I did not need. <laughs> you know, she did go. Where'd she go one time? She went. With her friend Christy, they right. went to Villanova, and she right. totally slept with some oh, dude. Oh, of course, dude. You think some yeah. dude? One dude? Come on now. Villanova? Come on. No, she was a gangbang type chick. <laughs> For sure. For sure. You know, I, en- I ended up getting the last laugh, and I can't tell you now because I've just walked <laughs> you all the way to the doorstep of who that person is. Okay. And there are people listening now who know exactly who it is I'm talking right. about. And, uh, and and I can't tell you, but I got the last laugh in that whole situation. I ended up, we were still together. I cheated on her, and she went friends. I went family. Yeah, there you go. I'm leaving it there. Disturbing that's, tales. That's it. Of Stansberry's penis that's here. It. Jeez, that's please, it. dude. Well, like I said, they're requesting it out there. So all morning, whenever you, uh, whenever you want to. I loved her, man. Whenever, whenever you want to tell yeah, us about I mean, your heart being broken, we'd all love to hear it. Well, those are all of them. I think. <laughs> oh, I mean. okay. All right. That's it. Just the three and he's done. Everything else has been a roaring success. Come on. Come on. All right. There's more, but I mean, <laughs> we got to talk about other things. We got to talk about other things like this, because this is affecting all people. Yeah. And that is our current leadership in this country has decided to rescind these, um, these protections to transgender students using the bathroom in the school as to which of the sexes that they identify with, not what is on their birth certificate or driver's license, right? Okay. As, as a lot of people would like to see. Um, and so President Donald Trump's administration on Wednesday revoked the landmark guidance to public schools letting transgender students use bathrooms of their choice. Reversing the Obama guidelines stands to inflame, obviously, people on the left-hand side of uh, politics in this country. And this will now heat this all up between you know traditional values people and social progressives. And um, you know this will lead to more people walking in the street. We know that, right? Now, it should be made abundantly clear to all of you that when this happened the first time around, I was like, dude, I understand your discomfort with it. I totally do. But when you're talking about people using the bathroom, you got to let people use the bathroom. Okay? You just have to. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and not to be like, dude, I thought this was over, but man, oh man, did I think this was over and we were going to be talking about other things in 2017. But no, it, 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 it obviously is an issue that people still feel very passionately about on both sides. And this, like you said, is certainly going to, it's going to put some people in action. This is going to be like, oh, now we got to have signs. Now you got to do this. But it's coming, yeah. Now, he had said that he was going to protect the rights of the transgender people, and a lot of people felt like that was lip service. And this move, honestly, kind of lends credibility to that being lip service. You're saying President Trump? Yes. Okay. He had said that he was going to protect the rights of the transgender people, and I think that that's what most trans people thought he was talking about was this. And he's now decided not to, and so they're drawing that th- that line to that being lip service. I remember... That's not he, fake news. That's what's happening. He was talking to Matt Lauer, and Matt Lauer said, well, if Caitlyn Jenner came into Trump Tower, which bathroom would you have her use? And he said, whichever one she felt comfortable in. So I, I, I guess there was that, you know, at least a little bit of like, hey, it's not that big of a deal to me. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, let things happen as they happen. And obviously he decided to move in and, and change something. We all know how this will end. This will end going to the courts and the courts will have the final say. And the courts are normally a little progressive when it comes to this stuff, I think. And, and probably we're going to see people being able to use the bathrooms that they choose. Now, I'm not a parent. Okay, and, and, and I do have to weigh that into how I feel about this. If I had a kid going to school today, I don't know how I feel. Right now, I feel like it makes me a little uncomfortable, but my comfort isn't the most important thing in the world. And so I can be made to feel discomfort as long as I'm not in danger. Okay, okay. now I don't feel as if trans people using bathrooms is a danger to me. Okay, I don't automatically look at somebody trans as a sexual perpetrator. And not dangerous to you, Dan Sansbury, 40 year old large male. Do you view trans people as a danger to anyone else? I think are there trans people who are dangerous to other people? Yes, like any other group of people. I don't view it as an inherent danger. No more dangerous than any other random individual you pick. No. Okay. I also think that since primarily this is about schools, like how long are you in a school bathroom? Right. Like I understand like when I was in high school, you could smoke cigarettes in there, but you weren't just like leaning up against the wall, chiefing down a cigarette for 10 minutes. You were hitting that thing seven times, dropping it in the toilet toilet and flushing it and going. You were just trying to get the nicotine in your system as fast as humanly possible. Point being that how long are kids in school bathrooms? To where this should really be this thing. I mean, you need a pass. I know I'm kind of making it easy, but like you, you need a yeah. hall pass to go. But that doesn't, you know, just because you're not in school bathrooms for a long time or, or in any bathroom, anything but can happen anyway. Right. Yeah, that, so, that, that, that's not a safety net. I understand people's hesitation here. I do. And I don't automatically think that it makes you a bigot. Okay. But I all, but I, but I will remind you that 0.3% of the nation's population is transgender. So this isn't. It's a huge issue for that 0.3% of people. Right. But on the other side, the people who are hesitant, this isn't going to be what you well, think it's going to be just on pure numbers alone. I mean, right. You know, regardless of what the percentage is, an incredibly small percentage of people are transgendered, but they have loved ones that are affected by this right. and kind of that have to deal with this. And I think the overall concept of, well, if you feel like an injustice towards anyone is an injustice towards everyone, then I understand why people feel this is something they need to pick up. I'm saying, yes, I'm saying to the people who are worried about it. Like, there's not this right. wave. Right, 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 right. This isn't sanctuary cities. This isn't like hundreds of thousands of people being dropped on your doorstep, and now what do we do? That And so, like, that kind of concern, I can, and that's going into a whole other subject. We're not going to do it. But I understand Thank you. <laughs> mass concern there. I do. I understand mass concern there. But literally, like, I think there are people fighting against this 
in schools where there are no transgender kids. Right. And so at that point, it's like, well, dude, you're just hot airing this. Well, but, uh, you know, just because it's not my child doesn't mean that I don't want to protect children. I'm playing devil's advocate there. I know you are. But like, and but you, like, you need to. Yeah. So and like, you. Well, but like, uh, you know, I, 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 I view all children as worthy of as worthy of protecting and, and making sure. But my thing with that is, is that it's it's like you said, it's no more likely that a transgender person is going to be a sexual deviant than anyone else. So you're letting your eight year old go into the bathroom at Belden Village by himself. Uh, one, one of those dudes in there. You tell me there's never been a dude, uh, uh, an old man, a little boy sexual assault before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, so how are you comfortable doing that? I mean, are, 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 you, are you that concerned about every other time that your child goes into the bathroom? Maybe you should be, but I, 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 unless you can show me that this is why I can't trust my kids around these people, you could have made all these. You could have made all these arguments about homosexuals forty years ago. You could have made the exact same arguments forty years ago. Well, they were. Well, and I mean that's the. I mean, you know, dude, in my lifetime. Okay, I was born in 1976. In my lifetime, we had to convince the American public that gay didn't mean pedophile. Right. Like you got to think about that. In my lifetime on earth, we had to we had to progress as a society before we would stop drawing the line between gay automatically means well I want a 15-year-old boy. Right. Like that's like that mentality had to be fought against. Right? And, and that and, now seems crazy. Right. And do right? we all agree at this point that that is not the case? That is not true? That gay it, dudes are not just trying to bang boys? Right. That gay men want men. It's just that they're attracted to men. Now, are there pieces and parts and certain a portion? Yes, but you cannot demonize an entire group of people over that. You have that with heteros as well. For sure you, you do. Just as, For just sure as likely. You do. Absolutely you I, do. I saw somebody in, in a Facebook comments, and I don't know if it was Fox News or what it was yesterday, but I saw somebody who was like... Man, I sound pretty anti trans and anti-gay the way everybody was accusing me on Friday, right? Stansberry, you said queer oh, once. I can't believe it. You said queer like it was um, bad. Take him off the air. So I was reading Watch these comments, idiots. and this guy said, you know, if if a dude in a dress ever follows my grandson into the bathroom, I'm knocking him out. And I'm like, well, dude, what you were arguing right there is the opposite of the point being made. Is that if a dude in a, if a dude in a dress goes into the men's bathroom after his grandson, that's where you want him to go at this point. Is because he's a dude in a dress, his biological sex aligns with a male, and so you're saying dude in a dress wow. go into that bathroom. You're right. That is exactly what you're saying. That that is 100 what you are that saying. That goes against what's on your driver's license is where you pee so it's just like it does go against what, that what do you uh, wow uh, do an address you so, mean to tell me people that are not socially progressive can sometimes you know uh, conflict with their own interests if I you know can't that. trust that guy around your granddaughter why can you trust him around your grandson i fair, fair right? question here's my thing i don't trust anybody around my kids i don't trust anybody around my grandkids nobody nobody how many times have you turned on the news and seen like the aunt of somebody molesting the kid? Right. I mean, right. like, so I understand wanting to protect your kids. Now, as a guy who believes the federal government should have nothing to do with my education system, that there should be no Department of Education, that the federal government should have no role in the education system whatsoever, what is the problem with l- turning this into a states' rights issue? Because let's be honest, the needs of the students in Canton, Ohio, differ greatly than the needs of the students in Canton, Georgia. Um, I mean, you know, as, as we sit here, we, we got too short of a time. But it's like it seems to me like people get really offended over suggesting that this could be a state's issue. Um, because there needs to be a federal standard for some things. There needs to be a nationwide standard. I mean, why isn't the, why isn't everything not just up to states then? 
You know what I mean? Like, well, state, you can decide on whether you want slavery or not. State, you can decide on whether you want, you know, whatever. Okay, so civil rights, you feel like, is one of those things that should definitely fall under federal protection. I think there's federal standards for sure, and and, and, and that's okay. okay. You know what I, I mean? I don't, right now, I don't have a great argument to counter that. And so I'm inclined to go with you. But I do understand on the other side that, that, that the needs of, of this community might not be the same needs as another community. Right. And I, I, I don't know if that... I can know, make room for that. I, I, I do as well. But I mean, like, let's say you're in the situation of, you know, you were born into a state that you had obviously no choice over. We didn't decide where we were born. We didn't decide who our parents were and what their situations were. So now you've got a trans kid. You're poor as hell. You can't get out of Texas. And it's like, well... So and if now, I were in New York, I could pee. Right. Right. And, 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 and where I mean, is... This is what I said when this was a whole issue the last time around. It's the bathroom. Like, if, if we were talking about something elective... You can maybe get me on your side. You know what I mean? But this is like going to the bathroom where it's like, you, you, well, A, if you have to go to the bathroom too bad in school, you're not going to be able to concentrate. And we got to make sure kids are educated at this point. Now, I like again, I, I know there's a lot of you that have now left the program and aren't going to come back now because of my view on this. Never going to come I, back. I, I, they're out forever. I totally understand it. I do. I get it. I, and, and I understand that some people come to shows to get away from this kind of stuff, but I can't ignore stuff like this when it happens in the world. Otherwise, my boss is going to be like, what do you mean you weren't talking about that? Do you talk about how you threw up in Chili's because some girl <laughs> left you? But, you, but you're not going to talk about the hottest story in, in the news? Like So like, there's a little bit of that where, where it's like, you know, this is kind of my responsibility here. I, I think it's easy for me to have this opinion because I don't have kids, though. Like, if I was sending a kid to high school today, do I? No, because I'm not. I don't want to use negative terms. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty open-minded. You know, and and I, if I'm going to be honest, I feel like a lot of this hesitation on the trans bathroom thing is yelling fire before there's smoke. Now, some of you just went, well, that's a dangerous way to operate because what you just said is you have to wait till something's wrong before we act. And maybe that is what I just said. But this feels to me like anger before a warranted situation asks for it. And I'm, I just got sent a message that a kid got beat to death in a bathroom this last year. And I'm sure that happened. And, I'm, dude, bad stuff happens all the time. I don't necessarily, can I draw the line? And, again, it's because I don't just view a transgender person as automatically a sexual predator against anybody else. It's just somebody that lives an alternative lifestyle to mine. Much like I don't think a gay man is just going to automatically hurt my kid. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have a problem, like, again, if my wife and I went out to dinner and there's some sophomore kid who wants to babysit, and he, he's a male, and he happens to be a gay male, I'm not going to be sitting at the Olive Garden all night going, that dude's going to bang my kid. Like, I'm not going to think like that. Now, some people would say that's us not being smart enough and us not being you know, on guard enough, but I, I disagree with you. And I think this is, autom- this is ultimately going to go to the courts. The courts will side, and I, and I believe they will end up saying, for the sake of everyone, pee where you feel comfortable peeing, ultimately. You know what I mean? Is this still a thing in Target? Target, know, like Target and, 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 and Chi-Chi's. And where do I poop at Chi-Chi's? I don't know. Everywhere. Uh, you do it, The scallions are bad. Who okay. knows? We will swim back to the shallow end. Good. Give you some Rob Zombie tickets. And also end an age-old debate next on The Stansberry. 6-9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We had a couple of listeners during the break uh, yeah. write in some excellent points. 
about the transgender bathroom laws, and uh, we'll revisit a little later in the program. I don't want to keep hitting people over the head with it right now, but uh, but uh, a dedicated listener of ours, Anthony, wrote in, and he raised some excellent points that we didn't think of, so we'll revisit a little later in the program. We do have some Rob Zombie tickets. That show's July 11th. You'll have them here in just a few minutes. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need for those. But again, just a few minutes away. All right. So I saw this yesterday, and Sweden's been all over the news. But apparently, yeah. uh, dude, a guy, uh, a, a guy inside of uh, Sweden's leadership has been made to retract the statement that he made uh, on social networking. And this is all about the silliest thing ever. And I can't believe that he actually had to like officially retract this. But he had made... The accurate statement, and I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't have the article pulled up in front of me. I'm going to paraphrase here. He had made the argument that essentially people that like pineapple on pizza can't be trusted. And it's time to end this age-old debate. Pineapple doesn't go on pizza. What the hell is the matter with you people? I don't get it. Now, this will sound crazy because I like banana peppers on pizza, which are a little like they kind of have that same kind of... Is it pickly? That same kind of like, you know, along the same kind of line of like that, that, that kind of taste. A little bit of sweetness, a little bit of tartness, a little bit of, uh, you know, a tang to it there. So, yeah, banana pepper is very comparable, just a little bit spicier than pineapple. I uh, I will. My favorite pizza ever is, uh, and dude, Napoli's will tell you this is totally true, is uh, pepperoni and banana peppers. Like, that's how I eat pizza. And uh, a little fresh granulated garlic, maybe too, on there. Extra cheese. God, dude, Napoli's is so good. All right. So anyway, like, uh, but but the, the pineapple on pizza, I just don't get. Like, I don't get it. I'll eat like a cup of dull pineapple. Right. Like, I'll eat that. Right. But I can't put it on pizza. Um, it's disgusting. Well, I mean, are you a pineapple on pizza person? I'm not like. I'm not, of course you are. All you wrestling dirt foot hillbillies <laughs> love it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like a hey, yo. You know what we need to do is put some pineapple on the pizza, dude. But if there's a Hawaiian pizza somewhere, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll eat it. I mean, that's that's my whole thing. Is like, dude, I hate olives, despise them, wouldn't eat them if if you gave me a hundred dollars to right now. But I'm not. Going to like be like, you know what needs to happen? It's all olives needing dude. People are raw, dude. It's out. This literally is the definition of a of a taste. Like it is like, well, no, no, no. There are facts, Bill. Dude, no pineapple on pizza being good is an alternative fact. That's no. Did you not know that? There's no facts involved. This is 100 percent opinion based. I don't. I don't understand why this. I think you need to look up what fact means. I don't. I don't understand why he says it. Fact. Why? Why did this catch like national? international news like okay so homie in in sweden doesn't like pineapple on his pizza you know what it is is because dude, people can bitch about anything now i guess man. and, if, and if, if that doesn't prove it then what does no full-on he had to like full-on retreat a dude that's not even in our country a lawmaker that has absolutely nothing to do with the us of a and people yesterday are like oh my god dude what if well, pineapple should we have it and it's like dude pizza hut has a million toppings if you don't want to put them all on then don't put them all on you do not put pineapple on pizza and you know what else, you hillbillies? Quit dump, quit dunking pizza in ranch sauce. So you, that is the grossest thing I've ever seen. Ranch dressing on pizza? The hell's the matter with you people? Once, I say this all the time. You know why pizza comes in a box? Because it's finished. Once, it's done. Once again, not like I'm not like yo. You know, if I go to Pizza Hut, I'm not asking them for a thing of ranch. But if there's like ranch there, I'm not. I'm not like oh, dude, can't do it. It's okay. I mean, it's not the. It's not the worst in the world. Make pizza great again. Hashtag no pineapple, Jay says. I like it. Jay, you and I are on the same side of this. I like it. There you go. There you go. I, so I put a poll in the field yesterday. Okay. 
60% say absolutely not. Do you put pineapple on pizza? Well, dude, if that doesn't if that doesn't finish it, if a Twitter poll doesn't prove something, I don't know what does. Well, that'll prove it. There it is. That's, that's all we needed. That's, dude, uh, that's how I know my audience is proof. in line. Yeah, that's proof. how I know that they're in line and that, that, that I speak to the good-hearted Americans in this country. I uh I that 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 I speak for for those that for the educated Americans. Is there anything else where you're like, no, you can't put that on pizza? Is, is if, if I got a pizza okay. with anchovies, is that okay? No, no. anchovies don't go on pizza either. Okay. Now, all right, now here's the thing: I just don't like those. <laughs> See, I like pineapple. I just don't want it on pizza. I don't like mushrooms, but I totally understand people putting the people who like mushrooms putting it on pizza. That seems like a decent pizza topping to me, dude. I like those weird pizzas too. You know, they'll have those like artisan like. Oh, what about like a BLT? Uh, you know, like uh, it's got bacon. And lettuce, tomato, and then the, the dressing that. on top. Yeah, you'll eat that. So I mean, like, what? I'll eat like macaroni and cheese, cheese pizza. pizza. Exactly, all those weird pizzas that people that you know. They'll yeah, have. I'll do all that. But again, taco th- pizza. Yeah, taco but, pizza. But again, like you that sour cream on pizza. No, I, I stay short of the sour cream. All right, so so we're putting taco seasoning on pizza. And, uh, dude, here's what I'm saying. On. I, I just think pineapple on pizza is wrong. Sixty percent of my Twitter audience feels like the same way. Dude, you should run for president. Honestly. <laughs> At this point, do you say that in jest? You don't think I could win now? I think I could win. I think you could. It's a possibility. I got more personality than Kasich does. You got 20 million supporters on your team, too. That idiot eats pizza with a fork and knife. (laughs) You know, I saw this the other day, and uh, and one of the reasons why I wanted to push it off is because this article got released, and it got released, I think, a little too late. It was the best pizza place in all of Ohio's 88 counties. Yeah. And the pizza place that they picked for Stark County was? is no longer here. Really? Is uh, Babaro's Pizza right. was considered to be the best pizza place in Stark County, and it was. Like, that place was that good. It just, he wasn't there long enough, didn't have enough, I, I don't think enough capital to advertise the way you needed to, and I, I, it just never, you know, most restaurants close. Oh, yeah. And, it, I mean, it's just a tough space to be in. And but dude, Tony Barbaro made some of the best pizza I've ever had anywhere, and I've lived all over the place. Did you did you know that uh, that Blaze Pizza opened up by uh, Belden? No, what's this? Yeah, it's like the it's like the the one that LeBron owns. Oh, really? Yeah, that yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. he's in. Yeah. Are those taken bakes? I don't know. I haven't been there yet. You know, it might not be a bad idea later or this weekend or something. Yeah, you know what? Maybe tomorrow after the show we'll go get lunch give there. That, give that a shot. I have not been to one of those. Uh, Brian says pineapple and chicken on pizza is amazing. Yeah, sure. It's good. Chicken on pizza. What about chicken on pizza? You okay with that? Mm, I don't love it. What about thin crust pizza? What about thick crust pizza? What about what about? Those are fine. Stansberry, tell me what I should eat. Listen to this, Sarah. You're gross. She says I eat my pizza with M&Ms as a topping. Hey, it's USA. USA. Put whatever you want on your pizza. I don't care. David says pineapple pizza, hashtag not my pizza. I agree. David, you're a good-hearted American. There it is. There you're it a good-hearted is. American. You should get a raise at work today. <laughs> $15 an hour. You're worth it, David. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. A pizza employee that refuses to put pineapple on pizza, that's the first $15 an hour employee we can get. I stand with the pizza dude that refuses to ruin it. You quit putting ranch on pizza, you hillbillies. Disgusting. That's like ketchup on steak. What the hell is the matter with you? Have some refined taste. Didn't you know that? While you're eating pizza, pizza have some refined taste. Dude, pizza's upper crust. That's how it goes. That's a go to. Beverly Hills is filled with pizza Just joints. pizza everywhere you go, dude. $5 hot and ready's everywhere you go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but you know what I love talking about this is because now everybody sends me like the best pizza places in like... Uh, in Ohio, yeah, that's all the way in Toledo. Nick. I'm not driving all the way. There. I feel like we've done a lot of pizza talk over the last month. Stansberry shutting it down, and all of a sudden, every other break, it's like, dude, you know what? Pizza's good. Hey, do you guys want to talk about pizza for a little bit? 
Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had it. It was like it was like the 88 county, all 88 counties, best pizza place. <laughs> and sure enough, ours was already closed. Ours was already closed. That's a shame because Tony's a good dude, and he made some of the best pizza I had ever had. It was really good. It's, it's unfortunate that he was unable to uh, unable to continue that. I don't know what the circumstances were, but it's unfortunate. All right, Rob Zombie playing the House of Blues July 11th. Let's send you to that. Yeah. Let's take caller 25 at 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to Rob Zombie. By the way, yeah. as you're making fun of me for talking pizza, yeah. this is the number one responded thing <laughs> via all of our social networking that we've done in the last week. We need to talk about serious topics. We need to talk about the breaking news stories or pizza. Whatever. I did that already. I already <laughs> talked about transgender people using bathrooms. Now it's no ranch on pizza. That's what this time slot was set up side for don't you make fun of me you're probably a ketchup on steak dude just ketchup and ranch Gross. and pizza and pineapples on my steak i don't care ah, <laughs> dude that's disgusting all right rob zombie call 25 1-800-243-7625 you're off to that july 11th at the house of blues we'll be right back hang on rock 106.9 welcome back to the sansbury show on rock 106.9 just pass out a pair of rob zombie tickets we still have a four pack of tickets for the Canton charge game this sunday yeah phantom will be your in arena host for that I'm excited too, dude. Yeah, it's a uh, free bottle giveaway. They're giving away like uh, those metallic like water bottles you'll see everywhere. You can have a can charge one of those Sunday, 3 o'clock. Former porn star Jenna Jameson had some interesting things to say about the country and the, the and some of the problems facing us. We'll, uh, we'll run that down for you at 8.30. If there's anybody's take that I need, it's Jenna Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, how will we fix this nation? Well, dude, she does know how to satisfy a large group of people. That is true. You know what I mean? It is true. Any 13 dudes at a time, she can take on. So we'll run those comments down for you at 830. You know, you made fun of me for talking pizza. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe the responses I got. Well, I know. I I believe it. People love pizza, dude. They do. What are they? uh, What are they saying? There, uh, some people are telling me I'm crazy, and then everybody's just trying to give me like their favorite pizza concoction and what I should try. Anything that's like perking your interest over there? You're like, oh, I never thought uh, of that before. Uh, no, because a lot of people are using things I don't like, like pineapple and black olives. Like, I'm not a black olive <laughs> person. Like, my mom will eat black olives right out of the can. <laughs> and that, yeah, it's made me sick. She like, but my mom will eat black licorice, too. Like, she loves black licorice. Jeez. What else does your mom love that's Do stop. What? That's my what? mom. What? Ouch. Jeez. Speaking black licorice, which, black olives. Dude, my brother texted me last night. What did he want? And he was like, dude, I got the crazy story to tell you. So I'm interested to call him back today and get that. You know, there's a lot of speculation on what the Browns are going to do, <sighs> given uh, the draft right around the corner. Yeah. And so now people are debating whether or not Deshaun Watson is pro-ready. Okay. And I've been a little anti-taking him at number one. I think Miles Garrett is a, is a great pick at number one, and I think honestly, a lot of these quarterbacks that people are obsessed with right now in the draft are going to be there at 12. People think I'm crazy. I think there's a good shot Deshaun Watson's there at 12. People say I'm crazy, and he might not be there. I'm not guaranteeing it or anything. I know the 49ers need a quarterback and you know, you know a couple other teams, and teams may want to trade up and get him and this and that, but I don't think he's a certifiable number one pick. He's going to be very expensive at number one. I'd rather pay Miles Garrett because I think he just can impact the game faster than Deshaun Watson. No doubt about it. I mean, we're talking about a defensive stud coming into the NFL versus a rookie quarterback. Right. And I mean, they, yeah, there's a huge difference now, there. There's some upside on Deshaun because I think like people don't talk about this enough. 
but he beat Nick Saban's Alabama twice in big games. Okay. He beat Urban Meyer in a big game. Okay, that's you can't just toss it to the side. Now it's no. not a guarantee that he's going to be a, like a home run kid, but he is a little bit more accomplished coming out of college than a lot of other quarterbacks who have gone number one. Let's talk about two of the arguably most accomplished college quarterbacks in recent memory, Tim Tebow and Johnny Manziel, right? That's a fair argument. You could also throw Vince Young in there. Right. Matt Leiner was pretty pretty damn good in, in college. Yeah, like, those USC quarterbacks never pan out. Right. I mean, we, we can... Mark we, Sanchez played well in college. We can we can, we can point to a hundred of these dudes. Who the had, Vince Young is really the... Because, I mean, the guy won a national title. He upset USC. Nobody thought that game was going to go that way. Bunch of people lost money on that. So yes, that's an that's an excellent argument on the other side of it. I don't like the idea of taking Watson at number one. No, um, I'm all for trading the twelfth pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't think that's going to get it done. And I said, and I've been saying that I don't think Belichick wants a twelfth round pick or twelfth pick. I don't think he wants the first overall pick. The last thing he wants is a diva rookie that's costing him a lot of money that isn't going to win games. Belichick doesn't want that. He'd rather take fourth rounders and make you work your ass off to fit their system. And that way you're a little bit more humble coming through because, well, he's smart and knows how to get guys to play at a high level. Now, most teams don't have that coaching staff or that kind of mentality or that luxury to do so. I'm going to disagree. I think if you give the Patriots the option to take the number 12 overall in the 2017 NFL draft, they're all over it. You think so? Yeah, dude. I mean, you can get a prolific either playmaker or a defensive stud, and that's, you know. Would you make that move? From the Browns, yes. From the Patriots, yes. So, yes, I feel like that's a victory for both teams. And that's only if you believe that Garoppolo is the dude. I don't know if I necessarily do, but I see the I see the argument, and I can't I can't come up with the valid points of like, well, why wouldn't you want to do it? If you could tell me that, hey, you have the quarterback of your future for the number 12 draft pick, if we were picking him from the draft, I'd be like, well, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, of course take him right, right there. Right, that's kind so of been why my thing. Is, so why is trading it for your guy any... You know why? Is because, dude, I I think fans have a misunderstanding of draft picks. And I think... Especially Browns fans. And we forget sometimes as as just fans that 80% of your draft picks wash out. Like, most guys don't pan out. Most most NFL players. Right. 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 And so, like, what do I care... Because I said yesterday, and I maintain this is true, I, I like your argument on, on, on Belichick wanting the 12th pick. I disagree with you, though. And I think what he says is, I'll take all of your fourth-round picks this year, and I want two third-round picks next year. I think that's what he's going to want to do. He's going to want middle-of-the-road guys that he can find value in the way nobody else does. And what I think he'll do is he'll want to pick your roster apart, and he'll look for guys on your roster that he would want back. But I, um, I also hear... And this gets into like contracts of what guys can and cannot do. As I hear that Garoppolo, with his contract and where they are in it, he actually has more say in where he plays than people think. And he ain't picking Cleveland, if, right? If he has that kind of say, he ain't picking Cleveland. It's not going to be here. I, I don't know who would. I mean, I know there's that really like noble mentality of I'll be the quarterback and I'll go in there and turn things around. But it's like Jimmy Garoppolo ain't LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a huge difference in 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 what you're able to do. And if I'm a quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo or otherwise, the last thing I want to do is be a Cleveland Browns quarterback. Frank via Twitter's let me know that John Clayton is saying that it's only going to take the Browns second round draft pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, dude, I do that in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would do that. See ya. The chance of that guy being a washout is very high. And I know there's not a lot of, like, people go, you know, 
Garoppolo only played in two games. What do you know about a college quarterback coming out? Played in zero. Right, right played in zero NFL right. games. You can make the argument. Now, see, that's kind of what I like about Watson a little bit, though, is that you can make the argument that those defenses, especially Alabama, are stocked with NFL guys. And so, like, you could maybe say, okay, well, dude, he's played against that and won, you know. He's a safer bet. I, 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 I agree. I, I think you're then, crazy. Then a lot of draft picks, right. I think you're crazy if you don't think he's the safer bet. So I, I think it makes all the sense in the world of if you can walk out of that draft with the quarterback of the future and the most talented dude in the draft, what are we even talking about? You know what I mean? That's a no Home run. At that point, you can really start to look at Hugh next year and go, bro, do you know what you're doing? Like, do you know? Because I believe he does. I believe Hugh Jackson. I worry about Sashi Brown and like the talent evaluators of the Cleveland Browns. I do worry about those guys, but I believe Hugh does know how to coach, and I believe he does know how to communicate with today's athlete, with with this younger millennial attitude athlete. I think Hugh Jackson will know how to tap into that. And so I like the coach. I worry about leadership above him, but you know, you can't pick and choose everything. Thank God the Cavaliers hit the hardwood again tonight. Thank God. Just, just give me, hey, out, just give me out this brown thoughts. Speaking of which, is, are there any? Is there any legitimacy of these rumors that Amon Shumpert's going to be dealt? If, dude, if if it's if it's the right move, then I'm going to be okay is it with Beverly it. Yeah, from Patrick the Rock. Yeah, and dude, he's a stud. Like, You're, yes. you could live with this move. I love Amon Shumpert. I absolutely 100 do. I think he's a great locker room guy. I think he's a great defender. But if you can upgrade, and, and I don't know why the Rockets would make this move, but if that happens, Beverly, in your opinion, is an upgrade. Is an upgrade from Amon Shumpert. Yes. Okay, but yeah. you know more about the NBA than I ever will, so I'll, I'll yield to you there. And if, if that's what you're saying, I, I, I'll go along with it. I, I don't know much about Patrick Beverly. I don't know really, at the end of the day, what the ultimate value of Amon Schumper to the Cavaliers is either. I don't totally know that. I don't think that that trade will happen, and it's not on the Cavaliers, and I just don't understand why the Houston, Rock- Houston Rockets would make that move. So, okay. But at 3 o'clock today is the NBA trade, de- trade deadline, so if we don't have Carmelo Anthony by 3 o'clock today, by the time that Kramer gets started... We don't got to worry. We can uh, shut up about all this. Should we be worried about the fact that the Knicks are, in fact, in town tonight? And that um, if you make this move, Carmelo Anthony plays in a Cavaliers uniform do tonight? Really, do it really quick there. As you're coming into town? Um, No, because you'd have to, you'd still have to pass a physical, and you wouldn't. I mean, that's not how it would how, work. But like, how does, be, how, okay, how does passing a physical work? Isn't you, that like 10 minutes? No, you, there's going to be, like, to get the guy onto the team, it's going to take more, more than, than a few days. More, okay. more than an hour. I just, I, I thought I've heard of stories like that where a guy got traded, next thing you know, he's playing for that team later on that day. I, I But I don't know. I, uh, I I I don't see it happening. Um, but people for the next I don't know seven hours or whatever are just going to be like, dude, mellow coming to the Cavs, mellow coming to the Cavs. But I don't think it's. Gonna I happen. hate the mellow idea. I don't think he fixes the things that you need fixed in in order to beat the Golden State Warriors. He doesn't play defense. Whatever. I, I just I, I'm not wild about Carmelo Anthony. Uh, the truth is out there, and we're not alone. I'll explain it next on Rock 106. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. We still have a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. That's this Sunday. Fantone will be your in-arena host for that. Yeah, the uh, the whole Fantone clan making the trip down to the Civic Center. Is that right? Mom and Pops, Grandma and Grandpa. It's going to be lit. We'll pass out a four-pack of tickets for that. Around 8.30 this morning. You and I disagree here on this particular issue quite a bit. Okay. And that's, I believe in alien life. It's not that I don't believe in alien life. I, I don't believe be- in alien life. I don't believe aliens have been to Earth to I, travel. I don't believe deep space travel is a thing. I have always maintained that if they were able to, that they would have science that maybe we wouldn't, given where they live. 
Now that may be ill-informed, and maybe that's maybe I've seen too many movies. I'll make room for it. Uh, my 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 arguments against that concept is that in order to in order to deep space travel without like. You know, I, I think you can go from Earth to Mars, but if you're going like you know, dem- if, if you're going from galaxy to galaxy, you would have to have an infinite, renewable, containable energy source, and I don't think that's possible. And I know, and I don't think you've paid enough attention to Optimus Prime. <laughs> the cube is oh, there, like that's oh, that's the power oh, source. That's what it is. Okay. You know, I gotta tell you, <laughs> you're just an idiot. Like I just just start watching more movies, and you'll learn stuff, dude. But astronomers from NASA and the European Southern Observatory announced Wednesday that four new Earth-sized exoplanets have been discovered orbiting a star around 40 light years away. And that three may contain liquid water and be able to sustain life. I, of course, buy that. I, of course, think that this is true. I have often said about space that if you think we're the only living, breathing things in the universe, that that's probably a little egotistical and that thinking that you're the only thing. Now, whether or not they're moving around and visiting here and this and there, fine. Okay, but I believe there is life outside of who we are. I believe if we explore the ocean more than we do, I think we'll find more going on there than we realize as well. Now, the star's small grouping of planets now boasts the most Earth-sized worlds of any system astronomers have discovered and the most exoplanets that may be able to support surface life and water. Now, they say here, whether or not TRAPPIST-1 has inhabitants, its discovery has underlined the growing conviction that the universe is replete with real estate on which biology could both arise and flourish. We agree there. I 100% agree to that. Of course. I mean, you just have to think in the infinite uh, space. I mean, of course, these... There's going to be something somewhere. These, these you know, circumstances have realigned themselves somewhere else. Of course, there's, that's going to be a possibility. Seth Shostak of the SETI Institute, an expert in the search for alien life, says if you think the rest of the universe is sterile, you are surely singular and probably wrong. And I would agree there. I would agree. These four exoplanets joined three others circling TRAPPIST-1 that were discovered by the same team early in 2016, last year. After which the group said it was intensified their following uh, their follow-up efforts, and they did. I'm t- Dude, I believe in everything. <laughs> I do. I believe in everything. I, I, I'm a, there's too much. What's funny about that? Too much what? Evidence? Too much what? There's, uh, dude, there's, there's too much unexplained stuff, and I, I believe in it all. I, I believe life on other planets. I, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think otherwise. The thing that I'm going to say about that is everything on Earth and everything that we can imagine is all carbon-based life. It's not necessarily going to be the case when we deal with... So you don't buy into, like, the gray man with the big nah. eyes, like how we've seen aliens in movies. Not coming... <laughs> no, 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 no. Certainly not coming to, to life or coming to Earth. And you got to think, dude. You think life in, in, in another planet, in another world, evolved in the same way that you're going to have a human-like figure standing on two feet with with two eyes and no it's that's what it's close enough to us where we can buy into it but it's far enough away where we're still scared of it no i mean god knows what we'd be running into with other forms of alien life completely completely unimaginable well, like i said if it's not again, carbon-based i believe they start by taking over camaros 
And then, <laughs> is that what happened? And then they, they, well, they transform, they do, and then they fight in the middle of the street, and apparently we need seven movies on that. <laughs> and they all have to be three hours long, too. Lincoln Park will play in the background. It'll be sweet. And then, yeah, we'll, I don't, we'll get Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, what are you doing? Come on! We'll get Mark Wahlberg out of nowhere to be in these movies. Um, And they'll all make a billion dollars each, so we can yeah. crap on Transformers all we want to. But Those are the worst movies ever made. Um, I, uh, I, 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 I would watch Adventures in babysitting before I would watch another Transformers movie. I hope this is true, and I hope we do find some sort of, like, alien life form, and, like, whether we can go talk to them or not, I hope this is true, but I don't buy it. And if it is true, dude, people lose their effing minds. Well, it flies in the face of a lot of things. Uh, religion as, as, as the main one. Alright, that's why I can't wait for this to be this all to be true. Because finally, dude, we can stop this debate. And we can nah. stop this crazy. We're sending really? missionaries over. We're gonna send missionaries. Yeah, we we would try to. Some church of Jesus Christ would be like, "Oh no, we have to save these these souls. All lives matter, even alien ones, unless they're illegal, and they don't matter." And what about the wall? Do we build a wall? Do we build? Do we, I mean, we let these people come in here, take our jobs? No. Again, dude, you gotta watch more TV. <laughs> I think what happens is Kevin James <laughs> calls Adam Sandler, and he plays Galaga oh. in Missile Command, and we all stay safe. And that takes care of the alien problem. I'm telling Kevin you, Kevin Hart's man, there too, right? I buy into all of it. I buy into all of it. Aliens are real, werewolves, vampires, all of it. I'm on board. Every crappy CW show you've ever seen, it's real. Global warming, fake fake news okay here's the deal <laughs> dude all right now i wasn't planning on going here <laughs> but tomorrow bro it's gonna be 74 degrees and normally i'm the guy that's like man that's awesome i get to it play is. golf i'm not excited about 74 degrees in february i'm legitimately worried about 74 degrees in february a little concerning i'm going to enjoy it there's no doubt about that um and and i heard in the weather report earlier they're like thunderstorms possibly in the overnight and i'm like thunderstorms in February, but whatever, dude. I mean, we'll be dead by the time this all matters. I mean, you've got 10 years left on this planet if you're lucky. If you're lucky. You think? If you're lucky, dude, I would say so. Have you heard yourself screaming? Have you seen your diet? Oh, you're Have talking you seen about your lifestyle? Yes, you. Oh, you're talking about me personally. I thought you yeah. meant the human race. No, I'm saying me and me. You'll be dead in 10 years. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Don't worry about global warming. It's way, it's not a problem. Well, I mean, that would only be seven years younger than my dad was. It's not a problem for Stansberry, dude. It's not. All right. I know. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. The only problem with your math is I don't get my hookers or my cigarettes by then. All right, 20 years. <laughs> you try to make it another 20. Bro, 15. Like, let's <laughs> ease back, bro. Ease back. Honestly, that'd be great. 15 years would be great because I feel like I can, ma- like, because honestly, this is, uh, this is pretty sad. 55? You'd be happy being dead at 55? Perfectly fine with it. Wow. This, this industry is going to push me out by then. Oh, yeah. The building is going to push you out by then. This Dude, industry will push me days. out by then. Honestly, I, I'm, they're damn near close to pushing me out right now. They just, they, they just don't realize that that's what they're doing right now. But they're damn close to doing that now. And honestly, I don't want to be a greeter at Walmart when I'm done doing this. No. So just, if I have to like seriously like work and figure out how I'm going to be able to then just put me in the goddamn ground. That's right. why I didn't get married. Just so you can have medicine and just so you can like eat enough food to stay alive. You're standing there with a dump in your pants at Walmart greeting people. That sounds awful. You're right. No, it's terrible. You're right. You're right. That sounds terrible. Just, dude, my dad was 58. Nobody, oh, outside of my mom and me being sad, it, dude, it didn't seem like that bad. He lived a full life. Nobody to love him. Nobody to care about him. Just stands very working at Walmart, hating his life. Oh, yeah, you should brutal. Die, you should die. Yeah. 
I'm know? for it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you should. Why do you think I talk about pizza places? <laughs> why, 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 why do you think I talk about that? Because I'm trying to get as much food as humanly possible make this heart stop. We do have uh, some tickets, a four-pack, actually, for the Canton Charge game. We'll pass those out next on Rock 106. Defend your vehicle from harmful elements and restore shine with Armor All Protectants. O'Reilly Auto Parts has a great deal on your choice of Armor All Protectants for $5.99 each. Renew, revitalize, and protect your vehicle with your choice of Armor All Protectants, now $5.99 each at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. And we have a four-pack of tickets for the Canton Charge. We'll pass those out here just uh, momentarily. 1-800-243-765, the number you'll need on those. Uh, those will be for Sunday's game where Fantone will be your in-arena host. And apparently half the yeah. Fantone family coming down for that. Yeah, the entire uh, the entire fan fan base is coming down. Nice. My mom, my grandma, my dad. I guess, I guess that's about it. So our transgender fan is back and is yelling at me saying that I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because I was willing to say that transgender people should be able to use the bathroom, but I used the word queer because that's disparaging. I was willing to use that last week. Isn't there a Q in the LGBTQRLS uh, equation? No, uh, that one gets dropped I, I, out. I, 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 thought, I thought Q was in there. I also don't hear people running around rever- referring to themselves as queer. So maybe that's kind of why I feel like that I can use that word to be this or that. And I'll remind people I overcame real adversity in my life. And so, yes, from time to time, that makes me feel like I can look at people going through a hardship and go, I get it, but you're going to have to suck it up a little. There is. There's there's part of me that feels that way. And I mean, Q is a part of the LGBTQ. It's the Q. That's what the queer questioning is what it is. I mean, I don't find that to be disparaging. And I don't think just because one person does that that means that everybody has to change their lexicon. I don't do that because, well, again, like uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm willing to let people make jokes about molestation, even though I was molested by neighbors routinely as a, as a child. But I don't get all sissified about it because I understand that the world's not going to bend to me, that I'm not special and that the world's not going to change for me. And so what I did instead was I dug deep. I found the best of me. And I was able to overcome it, and now I do this. Not so much a question of, like, are, are you special or not, but are people who have gone through adversity like that worthy of, of, of considering when you make jokes and when you do things like that? Like, should people be making molestation jokes? Yes. Yes, absolutely you should. Absolutely you should. Otherwise, we're not. Because the problem with this, I understand what you're saying, but the problem with that is, is that if we continue to go down to that path, it will stop nowhere. There will literally be no water's edge, and we will be in here without being able to say anything. I'll prove it to you. As a guy in Sacramento got fired off the radio for saying something about Vlade Divac the other day, the general manager of the Sacramento Kings. This is what he said. Vlade Divac went on TV and said he had a better deal for Boogie Cousins two days ago and turned it down and admitted that he got ripped off on the deal with Boogie Cousins. A radio host in Sacramento called him a moron and has been fired for it. That's insane. We're parsing too many things now. Okay? I understand that there are real issues in life and Boogie Cousins isn't the same thing as transgender issues. I get that. 
Okay, but I think people are yelling fire before they smell smoke way too often these days. And I think as a guy who has been vocal and she says here, just because you think gay marriage. And by the way, I'll point this out to you again. I was way early on that way before your Democratic Party that you think is so inclusive and loves you, even though that they don't and that they're just looking to cash in off the backs of you and that they're looking to steal votes off of the wanting you to think that they agree with you, even though they don't. Hillary Clinton had said marriage was between a man and a woman all the way up into like early 2014. She didn't change. The world changed. And she started to lie and tell you what you wanted to hear. So, yes, I think because I'm out there and vocal on people being treated right, that occasionally if you use a word innocuously like, like, like queer, like I don't have a problem with that. I'm never going to have a problem with that. As a matter of fact, I told Fantone this during during one of the breaks. I was watching Joe Rogan's show last night. He used the word retarded like 25 times in that conversation, and nobody cares. You know why? Because he's on YouTube. But if you put but 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 if you put somebody on something they feel like they control, now all of a sudden you want control. This isn't about you having a problem with what I say. It's about you wanting to control something that you don't or shouldn't. Why can't I make that argument about the N word? What's that? Why can't I make that argument about the N-word? I think it's different. And I think, honestly, dude, if, if, if America doesn't want to admit that the N-word is, a, is, is, is very different than any other term used to keep people down, then you're just wrong. You don't think that gay people have... have I, I, think, I think that there's a very big difference in those two things in the sense that, honestly, I don't know if you're gay or not, but I know, you're, I know when you're black. There ain't no hiding black. Black people have had a harder struggle in this country than any other minority or any other group of people that are facing any problems. Black people have had a special set of things because there's no hiding it. So, But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that like okay so you win the pissing contest but that doesn't necessarily negate whether whether I've gone through things too no but again I don't what do you mean that like I mean, you just talked in circles no, I don't know what, what, I, you mean. what I mean is okay so black people have had it the worst out of anybody that doesn't negate in my opinion I would state that well that doesn't negate the struggles of other groups no not at all, nor am I saying it does. But if you mean to tell me that those two words mean the same thing to, the, to this nation, you're wrong. I think they've used, been used in the same way plenty they, of times. You can use things in a similar vein. It doesn't make them equal. It, it does not make them equal things. Are, are two different things. They have, it's not been the same struggle. We didn't build the country off the backs of gay people while holding them down. We didn't do that. We built this country off the backs of African-American people while not educating them. Are we not educating gay members of, the, uh, of society? No, that's never been a thing. We've never denied gay people education in this country ever. You know why? Because, again, a lot of the time when they were worried about being viewed as gay, you could. And it's wrong. You should never have to hide who you are. But you could is the thing where we were turning black students away solely because they were black. And there ain't no hiding that. If you if people can't tell the difference in those two things, not that one's better than the other and not that gay people haven't had a struggle. That's not what I'm saying. But see, again, you say that in today's society and people think that's what you're saying. They have had they have obviously had. But there is no evidence anywhere in the world of mass amounts of gay people be of us refusing to educate them as the country because we view them as less than that's never happened. There's a difference between the N-word and other words in society. Things can be more incendiary than others. They can both be incendiary at the same time, but let's not pretend that queer is that word in this country, because it isn't. Queer is not the equivalent of the N-word in this country. It's not, nor will it ever be, and in my estimation, nor should it, nor should it be. It's a different struggle. It's a different thing. 
I, I, I mean, I, I just believe that. I believe that. And I don't use the N-word. Fantone will tell you. If I see a girl online that I find attractive and she's one of those white chicks who's willing to post a meme and say, enters these days don't understand that I'm a bad bitch, like that chick's automatically out of my dating pool. Gone. See ya. Don't want nothing to do with it. Couldn't she be using that word in the way that you're using the word queer? I don't think so. I I, Because again, I don't do queer is not the way it's identified. Notice, do I say faggot on the radio? No. I don't use that word on the radio. As a matter of fact, I've never used that word on the radio. I would use the shortened version of that word, and I think that there is a very different thing in those two things, too. So can you say uh, G-A instead of G-E-R? No, that's a, again, that's, I understand you're trying to make a distinction between the two things. If you can't wrap your head around, and you being you and everybody listening, if you can't wrap your head around the fact that those things are different in the lexicon of this country, then you can't be helped. And it's also you wanting to jump the line. It's also you wanting to... It's it, it, this guy's trying to. Uh, sorry, I was trying to read something while uh, saying my point at the same time. What this is is this is one particular listener who was on my side for years when I was pro trans, when I was pro gay marriage, when I was pro this stuff. But I said one thing, and now she hates me, and I'm never listening again. And trust me, I won't listen any further, even though she's listening today. And now she's claiming that it has something. To, notice how I keep calling her her. By the way, even though this is a man trans into a woman, I'm referring to her the way she would like to be referred to. Notice that? What's disparaging is me refusing to accept what you have done. That's really disparaging. You people in this social media stuff, you keep throwing these words around without knowing what they mean. And you're hurting us. If you take conversation away from us, we're screwed as people. Screwed. You have, I said this earlier about the Donald Trump transgender bathroom thing. I was able to have that conversation, disagree with people who are on the other side of it without name calling without slander I was able to lay out my uh, my arguments for you and not blame the other side for being dumb or stupid no names were called and yet people still want to come after me and it's your right you're an American you have your right to your opinion like I have the right to mine but the problem is is now you people go on witch hunts now a dude got fired off the radio for calling a general manager a moron after making a moronic move that's a moron Vlad Divac should be called a moron today. If you had a better deal for Boogie Cousins and you didn't take it, that's moronic. You got to be careful using words like racist, fascist, disparaging, bigot. You have to be careful because those things in this world are 100% real. And if you put the label on everybody... All of a sudden, you're the boy who cried wolf, and nobody cares when the wolf is at the door. We have to make sure on issues like this, people care when the wolf is at the door. But your constant whining and bitching and name-calling will stop people from caring. And then where does your cause go? Into the garbage can. Because people will stop caring. If you keep attacking those of us who are on your side, you'll have no ally. You can't win a war without an ally. I'm a vocal ally of yours. I use a medium in a, in a market where, honestly, this stuff is wildly unpopular. These issues, progressive issues like this, in Star County, I've seen the map. They are wildly unpopular. And yet, what do I do? I come in here, and I put this at risk to stand by you. But I used a word once, and now I'm a bigot. Okay. 
I know who I am as a person. I know who I am. I'm all right. But this constant whining and bitching and the, but what about me? It's just running amok. It's going way too far. It's, it's just, you're running crazy with this. You're running crazy with it. I have gay members in my family. I don't treat them any differently. It was obvious when we were kids, my cousin Jimmy was going to be gay. I mean, it was obvious. We didn't make fun of him. We didn't push him down. Nobody excommunicated him from the family. I mean, did I love him the same today as I did before I knew? What do I care? I don't care who he sleeps with. I don't care who any of you sleep with. If you ran down, dude, if I showed you pictures of everybody I've ever slept with, you'd be like, Jesus, dude, you might as well sleep with a dude. Right? I mean, we've all made, you know, I don't want to call them mistakes because I don't think gay people sleeping with other gay people is a mistake. But I have no business questioning who you sleep with. What do I care? And if that's not good enough, if that's not socially progressive enough, I mean, do I actually have to be out here in a vagina hat? Do I got to wear the pussy hat? That's what has to happen? I got to go all the way there? Sorry, you're never going to get me to pussy hats. It's not going to happen. I'll tell other people that you should be able to use the bathroom. I'll tell other people you should be able to marry who you want vocally, openly, in public. But you keep attacking vocal people who have a public platform to help your side. You keep doing that. Because when we stop coming to bat for you, where does the country go then? Where does the country go then? I'll wait for your answer, Nicole. I'll wait. You can tweet me. You tell me where the country goes then when you shut us up. Those in the fight for you. Now, do I march? Do I go to? No, I don't care enough about anything to, to take to the street. Nothing. I care about nothing enough to do that. But I believe you should be able to use the bathroom at work, at school, or whatever. And if that's not good enough, then we're just not going to be able to be friends. And that's totally fine. But if you keep attacking those of us that are good, you'll lose us all. And then the country goes straight to hell. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. Back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you, WRQK.com. I want to thank the 20 million of of you who listen to this program every morning because I got a lot of positive response after our uh, previous break on the radio. I'm not going to dig the whole situation back up, but uh, multiple people reached out to me telling me, hey, dude, thanks for keeping it real. It's why we love you, and uh, we're behind you. So I appreciate you guys listening, and I appreciate those of you that can are able to hear some things and maybe disagree with me and still think that uh, there's some entertainment to be found in the program. I love people like you. We should put you into a uh, human duplicator there. Son of a bitch. Now he's feeling good about himself. we got to bring him down a level or two. Stansbury, you're fat. Stansbury, you're lowly. Stansbury, you're miserable. You know, the audience did make me lonely. If you missed the first part of the program, we'll podcast it later. Yeah. And then I ended up telling, what, like four or five like heartbreak stories? Yeah, you got another one in you, don't you? No, not yet. No? I don't know. I'll have to think. I mean, yes, I've been mistreated by women my entire... All right. You want one one more? (laughs) Of course I do. This one was recent. All right. Stansberry, the trials and tribulations of his penis. Is it hot in here or is it just me? Am I just getting... Am I I under fire? What's happening? I wasn't kidding, actually. I feel a little warm, but is that... Did you you ask me if I'm having heat flash? I'm all right. I'm not hot. Oh, I'm wearing a long shirt, though, and you're not. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. Take it off! No. no. We'll show them how gay we really are. I was dating a woman not that long ago. As a matter of fact, I was living here. This happened in my bed while we were, while I was living here. And she looked at me and yelled at me Okay. because I was breathing too loud. 
Like I just happened to be sitting there. She's like, oh my God, will you stop breathing? I was like, you just asked me to stop breathing. Like how selfish, how self-involved, how awful of a human being are you? Yeah, but were you like annoying breathing or something? Bro, leaving? <sighs> no. Well, but like if you, I mean, it's like, it's like you have to eat to live, but you can annoyingly chew. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, and I know. hate those people. And if, if like maybe you had like a whistle in your nose or something and it's... I think what it was is we had opposite schedules because she doesn't work or do anything do or contribute anything, so. to society at Sleep all. Sleep all day, right? Right. And so like, I would get home and she would just be waking up at like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And if her Adderall wasn't right at the end table, she was going to be a bitch for about four hours. And so like we were sitting in there watching Netflix and I was like, just like, I didn't even like, I wasn't even, do you know me? I hate mouth breathers. I hate those people. <laughs> And she just yelled at me for being alive. I was in trouble for being alive. <laughs> like, those are the kind of women I date. She was hot, but what a pain in the dick that chick was. I don't, I don't understand. Apparently, I'm apparently I'm not allowed to breathe. <laughs> Dude, I'd have been annoyed by that, too. If that was what That's was not what was happening, though. Those are all turn of fake news. Fake news. That's not what happened. You know... All right. I wasn't going to do this. <laughs> but let's get it out there. Come on. You'll feel better. You, you remember do. the first year yeah. we were working here and we went to the Hall of Fame game? Yeah. yeah and I took course. that date to that? Yeah. I met two girls that night that were under the impression that that girl I had as my date that night was like my girlfriend. Right. And the one was like, I totally want to go out with you, but you have a girl. I was like, that's not my girlfriend. No, this is just some and I have never seen her anywhere else since that night. <sighs> And it's a shame because she was really cute, that chick. So, I remember thinking to myself that night, like, this was so dumb to bring a date to this. What was I thinking? This is sand at the beach la- territory. Ladies, if you're out there and you tried to jump on Stansberry's D at the Hall of Fame game, then I would dude, like to get that done. Yeah, dude. I hey, would, Facebook I, us, tweet us. Well, dude, come on. We got to make the magic happen for I, the guy. I would like to get that done. All right. All right. Now, here's a, here's, here's a commercial for Stansberry's penis. Ladies, if you're out there. <laughs> Man, I, uh, dude, at some point I have to use this. I have to start using my power for good. I'm so heartbroken. So many women have done me so wrong. Zen nudes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stansberry at WRQK.com. Zen nudes. Indeed. All right, uh, you tell people constantly if they're going to be in a large group of people that what they should do is put deodorant on. Yes. Okay? All right. <laughs> to endorse, yes. Now, we're going to have to handle this a little quickly. We're up against the clock, but I believe that we go another step, and that okay. showering is massively important. Yes. And I have a couple of reasons why uh, showering is beneficial to you that you might not thinking about. Okay. And that's reduced laundry. If you, uh, if you don't sleep with you know grime and sweat and all this stuff on you, all of a sudden your pajamas don't have to be washed as much. Your sheets don't have to be washed as much. Um, they claim sure i guess i can I, I can buy into that but you still need to clean you still need to like change your sheets once a week guys if you're out there listening i've changed my sheets in two months well it's gross and and you need to do that more often once a week i feel like I, if you're not doing it once a week you better be doing it once every other at the most you can't go a month without cleaning your sheets no i go by pay period Okay. Like right, when I get paid, I'm normally, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. And I'm not trying to, but like the thing with me is like, well, I'm having sex in them a lot. So it's like whether I'm showered or not, there's still a little bit of grindiness yeah, to I it. Yeah, I mean, if I have visitors, then right. yes, then then I'm then I'm cleaning them a little bit more. Right. They say better skin is another reason why you want to shower. I don't feel like that's one of those things we didn't know. That seems like a weird thing to be on this list. You get better sleep, they say here. Um, 
Body temperature is key to a component in regulating uh, the circadian rhythm there. The inner clock that tells the body when to feel sleepy or bright-eyed. Researchers have found that warming your body can help bring on sleep. We all know that. That's why uh, a lot of the reason why warm milk seemed to be one of those old wives' tales is because you put it in your system and it raises your you know your core temperature there. And they say uh, uh, an improved morning routine. While a shower can certainly wake you up, skipping one is uh, is really bad. And Fantone will tell you that we shower normally, uh, you know, during the afternoon. Together, right? Or, no, yeah, uh, just two dudes, no, no. Sh- no shirts, no shoes, no service, no shower. We get them in there together. No, but normally at night or middle of the day because of our schedule, it's yeah, hard it's to hard wake to up this early morning. morning. And he'll tell you that if I wake up early and I take a shower before I come into the office, my mood is that much better because I am. I'm kind of refreshed. I've obviously had some time to, like, wake up and think and work through the anger of whatever I woke up pissed about. Today yeah. he did not shower. I did not morning. do that. Not. I, I I showered last night before I went to bed, and yeah, I was uh, I was all kind of pissy this morning, and uh, that can be heard via the podcast as soon as the show is over. We do most it. importantly, you don't smell like crap. Can we just put that in there? If you smell decent and you're you're not grossing everyone out around you, shower on sure. a regular basis. People, what's wrong with you? Why do we have to tell you these things? I like it. We have a four pack of tickets for the Canton Charge game. That's this Sunday. Fantone will be your in arena host. Let's get you hooked up. Call our 10 at 1-800-243-7625. We'll get you hooked up with those. And Netflix has made their biggest move ever. And I'll tell you what that is next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. Some of you are carrying around a lot of credit card debt, and I can help you with it. I'm going to point you to the banking institution that I use at CSE Federal Credit Union. 100% local. That's not changing anytime soon. And they've got a killer deal going on right now for a balance transfer. So if you racked up your credit card debt via you know, the holiday or just like, spending too much money on yourself or whatever... I can save you some money. I'm going to point you to CSEFCU.com. That's the official website of CSE Federal Credit Union. You'll see there that they want to take your balance and move it over to a CSE Visa card with a much lower APR. You'll pay it down faster. Your credit gets turned around, and then you can go back to spending a bunch of money on yourself. Get it paid off just in time for Christmas there. More info can be found at CSEFCU.com. So Netflix is this service that has us all hooked now. We're right. all hooked on Netflix. Right. I can't believe they still make a profit, by the way, dude. I really can't. Why? Off of $10? Is that your thing? Or by how cheap it is or whatever? Off I don't even 10, know what it costs anymore. Off of 10 bucks from each of us, arguably. I don't know if it... I think some of them went up or whatever. Or whatever. But, so you're making 10 bucks off of every subscription. Almost everybody who has a Netflix account shares it with somebody. And like... You're making all these like original programs, I and all, I don't, but, you, you, I, but people do. Oh, tons of people. Yeah, people do. do. I was once upon a time I was using my friend Jessica's account. Yeah, so yes, it's people, very common. People do it. Yeah, and 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 you've got all these original programs, which obviously cost millions of dollars to it produce. It can't be cheap to make like Luke Cage no, and like all those Marvel type no, shows, right? No, no, it's got to no. be a lot of money. I mean, even like something <laughs> like Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, House of Cards. Even like something like House mm. of Cards, which isn't a over the top production value, but no, still, but Kevin Spacey's not cheap. Kevin Spacey's not cheap and all the things that go into that, the filming of it, the the, the the editing of it, those are all very expensive things. TV's not like radio. Radio, they can just throw a show together and be like, we're not giving you two idiots anything. You just go in there and take whatever we give you. They can do that. You can't do that to Kevin yeah. Spacey. No, of course you work here five years with no raise. Yeah, of course, of course we want you to sign this deal good. and then you don't get paid. Of course that's what we want. Yeah, good. radio is fantastic right. at doing that. And, 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 and there's a little bit of, well, at the end of the day, it is just people talking where like television, it's a lot more. 
You know what I mean? Like it is. Oh, dude, there's grips, producers, right. EPs, all right. kind of stuff. So with all that being said, I just can't believe that Netflix on a regular basis is huh. coming out with even flops of original series because they've done stuff that sucked. Oh, I'm sure they're stiffs. And, sure. and, and like everybody like, swings and misses. Where are you making this money back? I, I don't get it. I, it. It's a business plan that I, I, I can't see where the where the the profit comes. You know, from. it could be one of those things that people think is making a bunch of money, but secretly doesn't right. like Twitter. Right. You know what I mean? It could be it could be very much like that. But Netflix has made a huge move. Okay. And they've made a huge, but this will be a huge get. Okay. Is they've landed the next Martin Scorsese project, which will star Robert De Niro. Okay. You put those two dudes together, and my guess is hit. It sounds like it's going to be magic, but what's the premise of it? What is it? Do you know what the story is? It is The Irishman. The Irishman. It will star Robert De Niro. It's going to be Italian. And uh, I did <laughs> Irish people. Okay. The Irishman will be the ninth collaboration between Scorsese and De Niro. Right. Yeah. I mean, those dudes have a ton of history. Um, and uh, Stephen Zalian. I hope I have that right. Has written the script. It's based on the Charles Brandt 2004 book. I heard you paint houses, which is centered around the life of mob hitman Frank the Irishman Sheeran. Um, Scorsese and De Niro first partnered back all the way back to 1973s, and I love this movie. I love this movie growing up, Mean Streets. And then they went on to do Taxi Driver, New York, New York, Raging Bull, The King of Comedy, Goodfellas, Cape Fear, and right. then Casino. Jesus, right. I mean- these two know how to make a movie together. All right, the uh, production of The Irishman is expected to start later this year. Now, why this is a get? is because Scorsese had been one of these guys that had been very vocal about preserving film as an art form. And as, like, you need to view my movies in the experience in which they are intended, which is theater and surround sound and, like, all this stuff. And I think even Scorsese, people like Scorsese, are starting to realize that the at-home, the NFL is going through this, the at-home value and viewing experience is as good as going to see it live. If not better. And I think the, the at-home viewing experience, even for movies... I mean, dude, back in the day, when my dad first bought a 55-inch TV, it was like, whoa. Now, you can barely find a TV that's not 55 inches. My 55... Yeah. I have a 55-inch digital TV in my house. That thing cost me $525. I mean, it was like nothing to buy that. Right, which is ridiculous. I mean, when you think about the, 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 the where you were 20 years ago versus where television... Five years ago, but yeah. like, I mean, yes, and I, you know, I always make this analogy of like, you know, 30 years ago... Um, you were trying to make your man cave as much like the stadium as possible. Nowadays, they're trying to make the stadium as much like your man cave as possible. Yes. You know what I mean? So, I mean, so, they're putting sound in the seats right. and the vibrating seat. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Right. So, you know, obviously movies are going to follow suit. Um, I am a little bit surprised that this was a Netflix exclusive. Not that like, well, why didn't he take it to theaters first? But like, well, well they're why going to, you take so, it to theaters? So Netflix, okay, because what this is, is you're going to get a little bit of both here. Netflix has done theatrical releases for stuff that was going to their platform. And so they claim now that you will get a theatrical release of this. But from if I'm reading this right, you'll be able to stream it the same day. So I don't know what would make somebody go to the theater and I've been asking this question forever now. Why do we need the movie theater? As a guy who worries about technology taking jobs and all right. this stuff, I always worry about that kind of stuff. What in the hell is the movie theater still a thing for? Um, the thing I'll say is I do like watching blockbusters on movie theater screens. Other than that, I don't care. I haven't- Okay, but let's play this game because I, I see what you're saying and you're not wrong. And it's your opinion. You can't be wrong on that. But let's play this game. How many movies do you go to a year? 
two to three. Okay, now, so that's kind of my point. Like, is that worthy of keeping the thing? Yeah, they're still making money. You know what I mean? Somebody out there is going on a regular basis. Somebody yeah. out there. And I, I mean, mean if, if they can go get you going to the movies three times a year and they do that to everyone. And you know what I forget about? I mean, you can't take the 16-year-old dating away from people. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, not most parents don't want you Netflixing and chilling on their couch. You know what I mean? But if you go to the movie theater, nobody thinks you're going to bang. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I guess maybe, I, you know, you got to keep those Americana things alive, I guess. I didn't know this, but the Irishman, uh, it was actually the dude that they think... Uh, killed Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, he was. I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I believe it was hundreds of people. They think that he had killed. Right. And uh, and they. But most famously, they think he was the guy that pulled the trigger on Jimmy Hoffa. There you go. Which would be very interesting. But this is a huge move, and I think this is a big get for Netflix because now what you'll have is these other pretentious directors and producers will go. Yeah, but Scorsese did it. And if Scorsese can do it, nobody, none of you are any better than Scorsese. Right. Not even Christopher Nolan. Like you, None of you are better than Scorsese. So if he can do this, they can do it. And I would have never thought that, and I'm just going to throw a number out here, that 10 years ago, when DVDs of movies that I wasn't going to watch were showing up in my mailbox, that this would end up becoming a service that I couldn't live without. Like, but people can now, like, dude, it's, I mean, it's put a dent in cable. Like, well, it's put it's, a serious dent in cable. It's such a better value. I mean, you know, you're still going to have to pay your internet bill, but, mm-hmm. dude, rather than spend an extra, you know, 75 bucks for, you know, TV stations you never watch, get Netflix, dude. I honestly, I think it's, I, I, I do, I think it's a great service. I think, like, poor people, it's like, it's a good investment for you. It's 10 bucks a month, dude, and you can sit, sit there and watch a million movies. Like, as far as, like, yes. if you're thinking frugally, like, Netflix is a great value. Value per dollar spent, right. Netflix is tough to beat in the entertainment world. Versus, like, I could say radio because it's free. Yeah. But out of anything you pay for... WWE Network? Uh, ah, come on, it's $9.99 a month! Come on. $9.99! Best $9.99 of my month. Dude, he tried to slip it in there. <laughs> tried to slip it in. I'm not allowing it. Slip that John Cena nope. right in there, baby. I'm putting my rape panties on, and you're not slipping anything in. <laughs> Dear God. All right. Uh, you hate, Fantone hates, when nostalgia runs amok and when it runs too far. And like, oh, my God, you had the best childhood ever, if you remember this. And there's something coming back. It's going to hit the shelves, and I can't for the life of me figure out why. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll debate it as a class next on Rock 106. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. That's where you can podcast today's program as soon as it's over there. Uh, You probably, if you missed the first hour of the program, you want to go back and listen to that. I'll probably be embarrassed by it, but but I know a lot of you will like it. I'll just sit by uncomfortably. No, you forced that whole thing. (laughs) Sit by uncomfortably. What did I say? I said, how are you doing today, dude? Yeah, but then you walked me down the path of all my heartbreaks, and I admitted throwing up in a in a Chi-Chi's bathroom because I found out my you know my girlfriend cheated on me. By the way, back to Chi-Chi's. Let's go, man. Talk. Yeah, actually, put a pin in that. Things coming right. back. We'll put a pin in that. I want to address this. The Wayne writes in says Netflix makes money off of in-show marketing and advertising since there are no commercials. Right. So what you may see there is like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or Reebok or Nike or whatever pays to have product placement, which that's how TV's oh. making a lot of money. Oh, right no doubt today. about it. It's 
it's it's it's a commercial without knowing that it's a commercial. Hey, but, this is Stansbury for CSE, right in the middle of the break. Yeah, but exactly. But I don't know if that's enough to pay the Netflix bills. I guess I it don't is. Know. I mean, they don't need you know they don't need me going over their financials. But well, I just don't see articles being printed about the loss of money like you do with like some of the other online stuff. I don't know. They might be there, but like it's constantly on like The Verge or Vox or whatever that that Twitter loses money. And so if if Netflix was losing money like that, I would think I would see those, but maybe I just haven't seen the article. That's totally possible. That's totally possible. But yeah, in-show marketing will be big. And uh, you know, a lot of people are hitting me up, what about Cody? And for those of you that don't know, this oh, is yeah. that fire stick thing that I have that has Cody on it, and you can kind of watch every movie and steal them all. It's stealing. It totally is. And I've told people, look, it's just a little too unstable to cut the cord. I will use it. I will say that I used it last night to watch the new Jamie Foxx movie, Sleepless. And uh, and I shut it off midway through because the, the quality of that wasn't good yet. But it was. But I saw enough of that movie that was good enough that I will be going to the theater to see Jamie Foxx and Sleepless. Yeah, I like Jamie Foxx pretty good. Yeah, I like Jamie Foxx a lot. I think, uh, honestly, there's a guy who, there's a perfect example. That's a guy who people told, stay in your lane. Just just be the funny dude on a living color. Stay in your lane. And then next thing you know, he's in music, he's in serious film. He's, I mean, dude, Jamie Foxx has done some really good, Ray was excellent. Yeah. That movie he did with Tom Cruise uh, was excellent, where Tom Cruise like uses him as like the taxi driver. I forget the name of it. Um, but that was really good, and was a big part of arguably one of the biggest songs of the past twenty years. Gold Digger, I mean, big song, arguably one of the biggest songs of the past twenty years, and I mean, Is, he was all over it. I wonder if you're right about that. You probably are right. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you're coming to mainstream appeal, I'm not saying the best song in the past twenty no. years, but biggest. Uh, Gold Digger's pretty goddamn. Is big. that going to be hard? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a big record. There's no denying that was a big record. I mean, is. Is that Kanye's biggest song? Probably, right? Got to be up there. Yeah, this is Kanye's biggest song. Uh, uh. Biggest song in the twenty. Oh, wow. That's a clear. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be on the list, I would imagine. So you're one of these people that you really do not like nostalgia coming back. It's not that I hate it, but it's enough. Like we've, I think we've hit a saturation point with it where it's like, dude, I get it. We're going to redo everything. And some things, I, number one, aren't necessarily worthy of, of, of redoing. And number two, they don't necessarily, if they are worthy of it, they don't necessarily need it. If the movie was good enough to be its own movie and like, I don't, I, I, I don't think we should just, it just it's, it's exhausted at this point is my point. There's something coming back to the shelves that I can't believe is okay. coming back, especially given today, given all the other options you have for stuff like this, okay. that I can't believe this brand is going to be coming back. But Zima <sighs> is coming back. What's up, 90s? What's up, 90s, indeed. Right. What's up, what's, what's up with terrible now, decisions as a juvenile? I once drank, I think it was 21 Zimas. Jeez. Was, we were at my, for what? We were at my buddy Nick Saberna's house one day, dude, and his, I don't know, his mom wasn't there or whatever, so we threw a party at his house. Right. And I, yeah, I think I drank, it was me, him, Andrea T. God, yeah, that was such a good night. Those daytime summer parties, dude, oh, how awesome best. were those? The those best. were the best. You're like, the, dude, we gotta be done before 5 o'clock, before my dad gets home. Before my, right, before mom gets home, you're everything's in the back. Drunk, you're 19, doesn't matter, it who cares? Was, Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah, it was great. I think I yeah, I think I drank like twenty one of those. Jesus, man, but that does not sound great. Um, I don't know if I remember exactly what a Zima even tastes like, just because in my mind it was always like 
binge drinking and barfing and like putting Jolly Ranchers in them. So I don't even know if I necessarily. Oh my god, I forgot about the Jolly oh, Rancher at the bottom of a Zima. In there, dude. It's like when people put food coloring in Corona. You like right. you'll see that a lot too. Like oh my god, I forgot about the uh, the Jolly Rancher and the Zima. Now why I can't for the life of me figure out why the see Zima was. It was huge when it first came out because, and this is going to sound weird for people who were too young for it, there was no such thing as alcohol that didn't taste like crap. Right. Like, it was literally, your parents had Canadian Club. Like, that's what was in your parents' liquor cabinet. Right. That's it. There was no Crown Apple. There were no, like, you know, Fireball, marshmallow right. vodkas. Nope. Nope. None of that stuff. Nope. So you had, and I remember, it was, like, labeled the date rape elixir when it first Jesus. hit the market. You know what I mean? Because, and again, like, now, and this is how far this world's come. Like, if I opened a Zima right now and handed it to you, you could drink it and be like, all right, there's liquor in this. Like, you could know that. But some of those, like, not your father's root beer and all that stuff, that stuff legitimately just tastes like soda. And I think that that stuff is very dangerous because you could give it to a girl who came over. If you pour it out of the bottle into a glass, she thinks she's having soda. Next thing you know, you got a date rape drug on your hands. I've been very critical of all those things because they taste amazing. But it's almost like, dude, you should there should have to be like a, you should be able to taste liquor in things because it's an adult beverage. I feel like that we should be careful about how much candy it tastes like. I don't know. I think alcohol producers obviously have the right to make it taste like whatever they I, want to. I understand. I, no, I, I, dude, I'm saying perfect world scenario. Here. Um, I, 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 I don't necessarily think I'm going to be in like uh, the Zima camp again. I don't feel like this is something where I'm like, dude, I have to go have this. Oh, dude, I bought a Crystal Pepsi yesterday. I will totally buy this I, when it hits the shelf I, again. When, when someone, I guess, offers it to me, I'll be like, all right, sure. Let's dude, try the one. 90s. Yeah, hey, cheers to that. But to me, it's like, I don't buy Mike's Hard Lemonade, so why the hell am I going to go buy a Zima? Right? That's a fair point. I, I mean, I'm not, I, I, I've got so many, you're right, there are so many other options of like, hey, here's what I can drink. I don't understand, I, I don't think the marketplace is there for this the way it once was. I think the nostalgia factor will get a lot of people, and then after that, I don't know. Uh, people who are younger that weren't necessarily around for, for Zima the first time, maybe there will be a little bit of like, hey, it's new, it's different. Regardless whether Stansberry and Fantone used to drink it when they were teenagers or not, I'm still going to embrace this. I, I don't know. John writes in and he says, and dude, I forgot about these two, and this was probably my first foray into booze. You may even be too young for these, Fantone. The Sun Country 2 liters? Sun Country 2 liters. Do you remember Sun no, Country 2 what liters? Was, what was that? It was a 2 liter of wine cooler. Jesus. In a plastic like 7-Up bottle. It was 2 liter Sun Country. and it, I mean, it, the plastic 2 liter bottle. <laughs> sounds awful, Twist cap. Dude, oh, sounds they were awful. awful. It sounds terrible. I'll never forget. Jody Crumble got me drunk as hell on that stuff. <laughs> like in the middle of the woods. It was awesome. A 2 liter of wine cooler? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. It sounds... No, it does not dude, sound Dude, the awesome. 80s were great, man. That does not sound awesome. There were no helmets on bikes. You know what I mean? Nobody wore seatbelts. Liquor came in two liters. It was awesome. Infant mortality rate through the roof, but it was great. We did whatever we wanted. Yeah, damn right we did. It was the 80s. Nobody cared. Who cares about dead babies? Whatever. Oh, let's not go there. (laughs) I'm just saying, dude. Do say something else before we we go to break. Don't do that. We have moved the ball considerably. I don't know if I want to go back to the land. All right, that that was far enough. Okay, (laughs) we will close out the program next on Rock 106.9. 6.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You can podcast today's program uh, shortly at WRQK.com. It's where you can grab yesterday's, too. Yeah, and you can laugh at all Stansberry's trials and tribulations with women. 
Today, I believe, like was a pretty decent program. I feel like a lot got done today. God knows from where we were sitting four hours ago. Yeah, we did. Honestly. We got like, a lot accomplished today. We, we put something together out of nothing. Yeah, I came in and I was all piss and vinegar this morning. Awful. Yeah, I was bad. I didn't understand it. I was like, Stansberry, why? What did I do? And now I understand. I do a good job of not yelling at you, though. No, 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 I no. I just no. yell around you. Right, 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 right. You just happen to be around. Right. But it's, I, like, I don't take my frustration out on you, I don't think. I, uh, but yeah, I was, I was made to be a little angry. But you can listen to that. And also, like, you know. You know what I had to do today? And I swore I would never do it. What was that? I swore I would never do this. And I guess this is why uh, the word never should not be in my vocabulary. Uh, I blocked my first person on Twitter ever today. Jeez. Ever. I don't like doing that. I hate what that says about me right now. But some things have to be done. And that needed to be done. And I'm not digging it all up again. You can listen to the podcast and judge for yourself there. Fantone found this during the break. And I want to set this up so people understand. This is not designed to be an anti-Donald Trump bit here. Okay? This is not designed to be anti-Donald Trump. But Fantone found what might be the funniest Donald Trump quote ever. Might be the funniest quote of his ever. Which, if you think about that, given the fact that he's been speaking into a microphone for two years straight now, is crazy. But you found, what is this, an excerpt from one of his books? Correct, Donald Trump, a uh, published author, many times over, and yeah. I've honestly kind of thought. The about Art of the it. Deal is actually a pretty good book. I've kind of thought about it. And I'm like, eh, which Trump book should I read? Dude, I the Art of the Deal is pretty good. Probably should, uh, but this one is from Think Like a Billionaire, and it's. I don't know. I don't think I've read that one. This uh, this is about uh, his relationship with God. We're talking about President Trump here, and in Art of the Bill, or I'm not Art of the Billionaire. Think Like a Billionaire. President Trump says, "I believe in God." If God ever wanted an apartment in Trump Tower, I would immediately offer my best luxury suite at a very special price. I love it. I love it. God doesn't get free rent. Cash on the barrel head, Trump wants. He doesn't let God live free, which I know people are going to knock him for. Okay? And I know you're going to knock him for it. A, it's hilarious that he's going to charge God money. But he's just keeping in line with the Bible. The whole the, Dude, the whole Bible starts because... Well, a huge part of the Bible not starts, but the whole a huge part of the Bible is they didn't they couldn't find a place to stay for free. Yeah. Nobody wanted them. No, there is no room in this inn. No, you move down. Trump Towers is where you go. He's just keeping in tune with the Bible. But I mean, weren't weren't they immigrants? <laughs> weren't they refugees looking for a, a safe place in a dangerous world? Is that the way that was? I thought they stayed in their own land. Uh. I don't know. I can't remember, honestly. It's been a while. I've read the entire Bible, but it's been a while since I have done it. That's hilarious that he would charge, charge God money for God money. That's come, funny. Come on now. I mean, come on now. That's a guy that can. You're not. That's a guy that can ruin your. He could ruin your whole life. Take your whole empire. You're not gonna. You're not gonna at least give God the hookup on like the security deposit or something. Like you're charging him full. I don't know about that, dude. I mean, I think maybe you let him use the actual elevator to move things in, not the freight elevator. You can bend some rules, but no, you're paying money. If God hits me up later this afternoon and is like, yo, Fanto, I need a place to stay? Dude, second bedroom's free, big guy. You go ahead and take that one. I'm not charging him. That's weird, because I would let Jesus sleep in my house for free, yeah. but any dude who looks like Jesus isn't even allowed in. That's a funny quote from him. Charge God money. What? It's awesome. 
It's awesome. It's also how you become a billionaire. You know what I mean? By charging God money? Well, by like by giving no breaks. By everybody has to pay something. You know what I mean? Getting rich is easy. Staying rich is a whole nother thing. You gotta be frugal. There you go. Trade deadline NBA today, yeah. 3 p.m. What's yeah. the move? Uh, give me the uh, you know, give me a little prediction. What happens? At this point, I don't know if anything major happens with the Cavaliers. It doesn't seem like the Patrick Beverly Fremont Shumper trade is going to happen. Uh, but big moves in the NBA right now. It seems like rumors of uh, Derek Rose going for Ricky Rubio. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Do you like that move? Um, eh, no. If I'm Chicago, yes. I would I take Ricky Rubio over Derek Rose. Yes, because you have a consistent basketball player that'll be out there every day with Derek Rose. You don't necessarily know if you if you have that um but as far as like for the wolves go no i wouldn't i wouldn't want derrick rose over ricky Rubio. wait a minute i want to make sure you may just have miss derrick Spoke rose up. is with the knicks right oh i'm Not sorry the, I'm okay sorry, all right sorry. i just yeah, want to make yeah, sure yeah, i I'm was sorry. right I'm sorry. Like, okay all right um okay yeah i could see your move there derrick's been known to be um injury prone right um i gotta tell you i don't know if i trade for derrick rose well because sh- shake it up because well yeah, yeah, yeah i agree that here's my thing on athletes i'll take one or the other if you're so good on the court that there's some off-court issues that I can look past, okay, you're that good on the court. Or you're so good in the community and so good with charity that I'll put up with you not being the best athlete on my team. But if you get both, where it's like you're hurt constantly, you're not that great, and the off-the-court issues, and when the off-the-court issues are rape allegations and stuff like that, I kind of need to be off of you a little and so I, dude, I'm just lucky, or I feel lucky, and I'm happy that the Cavaliers are not in the mix of the Derrick Rose or needing a move like that to even be relevant. I'm just happy that the Cavaliers are relevant without needing to reach for that kind of stuff to uh, to make us relevant. And so I'm happy with that. I agree with you. I don't think we'll make any major moves. I think Shump probably remains a Cavalier. At least I kind of hope he does. And uh, But we'll find out this t- uh, today by 3 o'clock. Aside from that, we are done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning on six a.m. Uh, at six a.m. on Rock one hundred six nine. Tomorrow will be—I'm not going to give it away—but tomorrow will be an emotional day on the program. So we'll let you—we'll let you sleep on that. Simmer on that one, people. We'll let you simmer on that. Tomorrow is a big day for me, and uh, and you know me, I can't have that kind of stuff and not tell all of you. So uh, tomorrow will be a little bit emotional on the Stansberry Show. You guys have a great day. See you. This report is brought to you by Vicks Dayquil and Nyquil.